0: Love Talk Radio. Criminal indictment filed 2014 to 2019. President, good evening to all of you out in, in Radio Land.
1: Welcome to the, the Cricket show. We're waiting to join Mason and guest. That's about 18. 900, 900, in the meantime, we're going to play you an old interview with
2: Darren, interview we're
1: with with Darren Bravi. Our, our Bravo. We're uh, and we're he'll be that talking to right. Hasha Bhagri right. over here. in India. Mr. Rao
3: Listen, then stated that many explained. people want action, but do not In do. conversation today, we've got we someone on, who defines well, the word flamboyant.
2: He gets onto the field and all
3: no eyes are on, on him. You never know what he's going to do next. As you can see now, great Rao has joined us. He's a fan of color. Are so you identify Rick Rao with color.
4: How many colors many do you have on that shirt road, road, that you're just
5: wearing?
4: I think I all the
6: colors
4: in the world, like I said, I represented Mumbai, Chennai,
3: Bangalore, uh, Hyderabad, KKR, Delhi, everyone in this, in this uniform. Yeah. Right, and we look at your story through all the teams that you represented. The first one that comes to mind, of course, is the blue and gold of, uh, of the Mumbai Indians. Here you are uh, in the Mumbai Indians jersey. I remember you came to the Mumbai Indians in, in 2008. and I'll, I'll tell you, I don't know if you know the back story to that. Lapheth Malinga was playing for the Mumbai Indians. He got injured and and sachin pendulka had to choose between you and shah langa and he said langa is a good death bowler but with bravo i don't know what i'm going to get yeah. and and so i i was i was given the job of calling you I, I have no idea where to call dwayne bravo he's playing for the west indies somewhere on an island somewhere if i call him the only person i know i message i will call him ah and that's the story because i remember
4: that's it i was in uh I was in St. Lucia playing, and um, after the game, I think we were on my way to the airport or so somewhere, I, I walked by Mr. Kool the there, and he said to me, um, you know, Mumbai Indians is trying to get onto to you. Um, you know, uh, is it okay to pass on your number? And I was like, Mumbai Indians? And he was like, yeah, I we for them for Melinda. I was like, wow. So straight away, I was like, Mumbai, Indians, the, the most talked about city in India, captained uh, by Sachin Tendulkar. I said, this is going to be real, you know. Uh, playing international cricket, I'm being led by Brian who is my child, the hero. And then, get an opportunity to go to India and play and be led by Sachin Tendulkar. I was like, so, 23 years old, 24, this new kid just like, in the hands of two greats you know international country brian lara domestic franchise sachin denduka so getting to india i was like we all know that sachin is a god the god of cricket so for me as a little kid coming into that environment there what i i, I still remember looking at him with that boy in my eyes like i'm scared to speak like i don't want to sit close to him it's like it's like a little kid just admired and being in the dressing room with like Sean Pollock, Sana Jarasuria. I remember one morning I was so excited, I went down to the gym early. and Sean Pollock was there in the gym and we started talking and it's like for me it was like a dream come true. It's like these are players who were before me and who I all idolized and now to call them teammates being in the same dressing room with them and it was uh, just like, too good to be true,
3: you know? Yeah. You know, it took me a couple of days to call you eventually because Tony Kozi has mailed to me, give it your telephone number, went into the spam folder. <laughs> and I I didn't know anything about spam folders. And suddenly I looked one day, oh, it's there. And and yeah. of course, and of course then you arrived and you had you had such a wonderful reception. You played so well for MI in that first year. And you made friends with some Jayasuriya, didn't you? I mean, the two of you were chatting away all the time in that house.
4: Yes, he's a he's a funny guy. Like I said, these are players who, when growing up, you idolise. You know, when whether it don't matter which country is playing. You, there's cricketers that you want to be like one day, or you try to take something out of them, of their game, and try to implement it in yours. And Sanat was was someone like that. And um, you know, you, you 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 never expect some of these great legends to be so humble and simple and. Easy to get along with that. You know, I used to always rub his ball head and uh, play with him. Like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice,
3: funny guy. I like him. I remember one day you had two bats kept over there and Tendulka just came and picked up the two bats and said, play with this one, don't play with this one.
4: Yes.
3: And yes. as it turned out, you had written one and two on those two bats. Yes. yes. Do you remember yeah. what what did he say to you? He said, the bats talk to me. Yeah, he he picked up the bat and he started thinking it like this.
4: So I never, I never in my life experienced someone um, testing out the bat, the quality of a bat by the flick of the finger. So he was just like this, flicking this one, he rested it, home, he started flicking again and said, this is number one, this is number two. Obviously Sachin Tendulkar said this is your number one bat, it has to be. So I make sure I don't make a mistake. I write number one. Then I ride number two,
3: and, uh, and actually it, it worked. You know, it became one of my best bats. Did you enjoy that time, that that first year, because it was a completely different environment for you
4: that first year at Mumbai Indians? Yeah, um, I
3: didn't know what to expect.
4: Like it was my first opportunity to play in a franchise tournament, and you know, IPL was it was all the best stars, the best players around the world in this particular tournament. You know, and that's mm-hmm. It was early days for me in my international career just um, youth on my side, no experience, and walking in the dressing room with some of the best that play in the game. Um, you know, what was for me, what was the most uh, touching part was the fact that our owners, uh, when I only, when I was there, I get to realize the power the that they have, you know, the wealth that they have, uh, you know, the richest in India, top five in the world. and. Yeah, you. The wife is, a, is, a, Mrs. is the Mrs. body is the front runner. But when it, when when the boss sort of come come around, the team so very soft spoken. You will never think like this is this man worth so much and like uh, they really treat everyone like family. And I enjoyed every moment with them, every moment with them. Uh, you know, after, I think after my first season when I was leaving, I asked Sachin for one of his but and. He gave me one of his bats. he sang it, and he said it's a pleasure to play cricket with me. And those words mean a lot to me. You know, um, it wasn't about my performance, it I guess maybe because of my attitude, the way how I play the game, and the right spirit, and, uh, you know, getting a bat from touching with his signature, personalized, and saying it's a pleasure to play with me and hope to play with me again one day.
3: Those words never come out of my head. And what did you call Mr. Ambani? You call them Mrs. Bap's. What are they? What do you call them? <laughs> Boss <Both laughs> wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you must uh,
4: tell us Yeah. Go on. Go on. Go on. No, no, no. She's. I. I. I really enjoy her. Um, You know, even now, I don't play for MI anymore and whenever both teams play against each other, you can still feel a genuine love to each other. And uh, they will always be a
3: special team and a special family to me. Now, when you were going, two things happened when you were leaving at the end of that season. You had to leave early because the West Indies had a camp in Barbados. You had to leave early, so you asked Ben for a bat. In return, you got a (laughs) clean. (laughs) <laughs>
4: so the story was, um, we uh, I think we are maybe like about fifth in the table or something like that. And um, we needed to win that particular game to get into the playoffs. Uh was win, Yeah, in Hyderabad. If we win this game, our chances making it in the top four was very great. And, uh, but I know to myself, if I play that game and take a commercial flight, I would have you know, reached late for preparation. Those days I played Test cricket for West Indies. Um, I would have to fly to Trinidad and fly back to Jamaica. And when I calculated the time, I would have reached later. I reached like one day before the Test match. So I called Brian, and I said, you know, the boss says they need me to play this game. They will do anything in their powers to get me to Jamaica in time. And I was like, okay, what are you going to do? And he said, okay, if we have nine planes, we're going to give you one to take you straight to Jamaica. So I called Brian, I was like, what to do? You know, Brian is a captain. And he was like, I'll give you one advice.
6: Okay.
4: So Say take the plane, but make sure I'm flying girls from Trinidad to take that plane ride with <laughs> you. <laughs> no. Uh, um, yeah, and then uh, so I was like, Okay, um, I told uh Rahul and the management team that, you know, I get the permission to play as long as I get to Jamaica on time. And I never forget after the game, we win the game and I did have a a decent game and uh get off, get into the dress to do, have a quick shower, my balls already packed, everything is waiting just me. Straight to the airport and when I get to the airport you no. Know, Seeing this, this private jet waiting for me, it's like, wow, like, can you imagine, I just had my international career, and there's a private plane waiting for me to take me from India straight to Jamaica, all by myself, and I was like, this is insane. I remember when I stopped in Portugal to get a refuel, the guy takes me off for the aircraft, and he, says, he pointed at a spot and said, that's where Cristiano Ronaldo plane lands. Whenever he comes to Manchester United, i was like, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and at that point, I thought I was like, yeah,
3: I'm somebody special. <laughs> the other thing you did while right, you were at Mumbai Indians was almost forced them to get Karen Paul in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you were you were you were largely instrumental in getting Karen Paul to the IPL, weren't you? Yes, I was.
4: Um, for me, whenever I see talent, I know talent, and um, you know. Pollard, uh, um, the first time I asked, when Mumbai needed a replacement for me, Pollard was the name I gave. And when they tried contacting Pollard, he had just got just in a club game. So I recommend Dwayne Smith, and that's how Dwayne Smith was my replacement. Yes. And then the, the following year, when it was a Champions, uh, Champions League in uh, Hyderabad, I called Rahul and I said, Kyron Pollard, he's here. Come and sign him now. Before the tournament starts, come and sign him. And Rahul and Robin Singh, they leave from Mumbai and come to Hyderabad. I do forget they come with a contract. And the contract, I think at the time, was 200,000 USD at the time. And I called Pollard. I said, meet me in the lobby now. Come downstairs, meet Rahul, meet Robin Singh. And he saw the contract with 200,000 U.S. Now for us, coming from Trinidad, 19 year old, 200,000 U.S. when it's like, wow. He was like, Dwayne, are you serious? I said, yeah, sign it. They're gonna sign you from now. And it so happened that in that same tournament, Polat had an unbelievable tournament. Like the entire world stand on their feet and applaud him. Like everyone wants to know who is this kid and when the shows come around that mumbai already signed him i think it was forced to go into like a auction a mini auction and uh IPL had put a clause that no franchise can get paid more than 10 or 50 or something like that to get him And eventually mumbai win the pitch and they get him and now you see you cannot see a uh, uh, mumbai indians don't follow that and to me that was a great joy to me because We started playing together, then I started getting dropped and he continued playing. And it started to affect him. And I said to him, don't worry about me. The most important thing is once you perform. As long as you perform, then I can justify my decision in in backing you as a player. And, um, you know, I'm I'm just happy for him that today, you know, this guy becomes one of the best in the world. And, you know, um, Mrs. Ambani always thanks me every time she sees me. Thank you, thank you because
3: of you we get polar and all these things. So um it's special and our our friendship develops also. Now your relationship with Paula is I I what I one of the sites I love most in my is you're bowling to Paula. And and you get him out, there, you're doing something, he hits the six, he's doing something to you now. We don't know your relations. You think, hang on, these two guys from today are going hard at each other <laughs> Yeah, um we are
4: very competitive, very, very competitive and um, you know, we challenge each other in different ways. Uh obviously Pollard is a very dangerous player and um, you know when whenever I do get him out, I like to, I like to celebrate and, and, and let him know that I'm here but also it has happened in return also. Sometimes I don't get him out and he smacks me. Uh, but we keep coming at each other that's the most important thing on the field because we have like I said we are very competitive um i I enjoy getting him out I enjoy beating him uh but apart from that we are very good friends so a lot of people if they're watching they don't know it like these guys hate each other well, it's not like that
2: um, is that is um,
4: uh
3: someone who brings the best out of me, and I enjoy challenging, I guess. And then of course came that move from blue to yellow, and all of a sudden the world got used to seeing you as, as, as a Mumbai Indian, and there you were turning up with MN, the remember around that time, 2011, there were some talks with the vestigial players that are not available, and Chris Gale was sold, and Soledad. all of a sudden he tried right a CSK, put the panel up, and you're a CSK player.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I remember that like it you was know, yesterday because um IPL auction always go around around the same time
3: with
4: big Bash. So I was getting ready to play a game against Adelaide strikers in Adelaide. And a wild woman of Aaron French walked past and said, Chris Gale unsold so I was like, What Chris Gale unsold? I said, No, that can't be right. He was like, yeah, Chris Gale untold. So I said to myself, if Chris Gale is untold, then definitely I will be untold. And I said, there is no way Chris Gale will be untold. So I straight away, I took my mind off of the idea. And the auction side, I didn't pay any attention to it again. just before the thought, they went past again. And he said, Johnny, yellow, yellow. I was like, yellow, yellow. He said, Chenna, can I'm going pick you up in the auction. I was like, Chennai, No, that's the last team I was expecting, eh, to be honest. And um, I was like, for how much? He said, base price, two hundred thousand. Uh, like base price. I was like,
6: okay,
4: no problem. I said, well, it's still better than nothing, you know. So I was, I was happy that I actually get
6: selected, third
4: on
5: most you know, of the, the,
7: again. You can
5: until, on seven ninety. Uh,
7: I get to you
5: learn like all, to I was the only West Indian play player who was elected in that particular organization. I'm
4: pretty much familiar was my a very good friend of mine. I'm youth sports and culture. Uh, but I look at the positive side as an opportunity again for me. Because at the end of the day, I could have easily be unsold also. And I come to realize
0: that West Indian West Indies
4: cricket board. And writer. Uh, BCCI IPL and saying that West Indian players will be unavailable for this IPL season. and I think that was very harsh uh, on, 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 on the board. back then
8: to make such decisions idea.
4: because at the end of the day, uh, IPL is a big tournament for every not only West Indian players but every cricketer around the world. benefited from IPL financially and get more personal games
6: development.
4: So Chennai Super Kings. Take the gamble, take the chance, and uh, they get me. And um, I, I remember that same year, my first game was in uh, Rajasthan. And when I get there, because I, I missed the few okay. games, and when I get there, the night before the next game, Fleming messaged me and said he want to have a chat with me in the morning. Because I go, to okay, cool. So I wake up early, have my breakfast, and I go and I meet. Mean, the coach Stephen fleming and he was like are you okay to play tonight now for me coming in, i was honestly thinking okay i am part As of know, we were all tonight,
5: the west indies to do well against so well. the south africans having done well against bangladesh and uh, only recently in our own backyard uh, there in antigua against the sri lankans but well in the hell of the west darren sammy's country the west indies me- capitulating and in the final analysis it really was a a a beating a real beating and the scoreboard really tells the story 97 and 162 uh, to the west indies and to new zealand um certainly in terms of the performance of the uh, south africans 322 i've got new zealand on my mind simply because they actually did so very well against uh, england as well we're gonna uh, certainly turn to them very very soon but it really turned out to be a very, 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 very uh, good victory by the South Africans. And the question we're asking, was it right having won the toss or batted? Um, people are asking, can the West Indies recover? The second test which start on Friday. Well, the answer is I really don't know. In other cricket news, of course, New Zealand. Yes, New Zealand doing extremely well against England. And this is a very talented side. We want, of course, to look at them. And certainly tonight on Mason and guests, we want to uh, do a complete analysis of that West Indies-South Africa match. And of course, we're going to go <laughs> and talk as well about the England battle, the England battle uh, against New Zealand. Congratulations to the New Zealanders for winning that Test match and the Test series. Without any further ado, uh, let me say a very special uh, hello to Philo Wallace, who's with us. Hello, fellow. Nice to see you. Are you well, fellow?
9: Hi, Andrew, good evening. Thank you for having me on your programme. I'm very well indeed. Are you in well, Barbados? Lovely are, here in England.
5: Are you in, oh I thought you were in Barbados. I thought no, you were Andrew. I thought
9: you were in Hollows Hill.
5: I told you three weeks <laughs> not,
9: not yet. I told you three weeks ago, Andrew, that I have a very serious
10: commitment here in England. Yeah. I
9: have to honor that commitment. Mm-hmm. Long, long it will it will last for, but I have to be here. You know, and it's a pleasure for me to be on your program obviously it's sad that West Indies lost the way in which they lost mm. but when you look at world cricket Andrew right. every cricket match matters and, and, and I just want to say hello to a good friend of mine Shirley Hart, a friend of mine mm. named Boogie Burt who I who it an activist oh Boogie Burt and again Andrew I want to, I want to call out yes, I want to call out the people at Best of Santos I think that they need to be recognized for right, so keeping right. COVID at the very minimum.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: And
9: we need to commend the, the Ministry of Health and all the people in Barbados who continue to adhere to the protocols. But well, mm-hmm. obviously in England, there's a rise. So we've got to be careful here.
5: Yes. Well, well, before we go to Mark Rampakash, and of course we've also got Brian Waddle and a very special guest that we'll invite uh, in a minute to talk to us, I think it would be remiss of us if if we didn't talk about Desmond Haynes, a whole like yourself. In that yes, I want
9: to say, uh, oh, wonderful, Desi. Oh, yes, Desi. I want to say congratulations to him. Uh, my, former, my former opening uh, batting partner, my former captain,
5: mm.
9: uh, a, a guy who I, I looked up to uh, as a young man. Even in my, in my middle age, I still look up to him. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to him and to Larry Constantine for being inducted in the ICC Hall of Fame among some very distinguished and, and, and distinguished gentlemen, cricketers. And he's he's rightfully you know done wonderfully well. He's we getting the recognition. Uh, obviously, we've been clamoring for him to, to go on to, to help our West this cricket team. Maybe that will happen uh, down the road because there's, there's always hope once in his life. But I think that you know, for the services and what he's done for cricket, I think is a tremendous. I not know that they going to be on top of the world, to know that he can his name is etched among among greatness,
10: mm-hmm.
9: and obviously there are other athletes, I believe, that will be heading towards him. Uh, later down in in the years to come.
10: Mm -hmm. And I want to
9: congratulate him. And all is not lost uh, for him and for West Indies cricket. And he can still make a significant contribution. But we know of Sir Larry Constantine, and I think that's that's fantastic as well, that he has been inducted into that wonderful ICC Hall of Fame. And we hope that this can help West Indies cricket to see. But if you do well in your playing days, that the recognition will come when you least expect it. So Mm -hmm. congratulations to both of them. And let's hope that, that that, induction of those two players, those two great players, and help push our cricket to the heights that we, that we really wanted it to, to go to. Another note as well, Andrew, a young man named Shea Simmons as well yes. from Barbados. Yes. He is on the brink of being offered a contract at Warwickshire County Cricket
10: Club. Yes, indeed.
9: And these are all good things for Barbados that are happening. We know we have Jacob Bethel here already. He's not coming back. Nicole Reefat Suri, he's not coming back. <laughs> so a lot of opportunities are here in England. For the young cricketers, you have uh, Orton Reef as well, uh, who's, doing, who's doing wonderfully well. So a lot of young cricketers in Barbados are doing well. And these things that are happening in West Indies cricket, particularly with Desmond and Ceneri Constantine, help these young men to reach the heights that they really want to reach.
5: Well, thank you very much indeed, uh, Philo Wallace. And of course, it's now time to go to, we're going to stay in England and talk to Mark Rampakash. And of course, we're going to go across and talk to Brand Waddle. And of course, we also got a, another very special guest. Hello to you, Mark Rampakash. How are you, my friend? Mark? Mm. Is it too late for Mark to speak? He's getting himself organized there. He seems to be in the dark. Philo, can you turn the lights on? Oh, I I was just going to ask Philo to turn the lights on for you.
7: Andrew, look, uh, a very good evening to you, uh, to to Philo, uh, and to all the listeners. Um, Thank you very much indeed for having me on your show. And, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to, to, to speak to you and to speak to everybody in Barbados.
5: Indeed. Yes. And, of course, Brian Wall, I know you gentlemen don't have a lot of time with us this evening. I know Brian is all very, very excited about
2: the New Zealand win. Hello, Brian. How are you? Thanks, Andrew. Yes, nice to be with you and uh, nice to be heading up towards what for many New Zealand cricketers will, well, the one tour and the side will probably be the... Uh, The biggest day or the biggest five days, if um, we get five days, the weather apparently is not going to be good. They might need the sixth day. But, um, yeah, it's exciting. And uh, I have to prepare for uh, that over the next few days. Um, And I'm sure that Mark Rampakash, who I was lucky to work with last time England were in New Zealand, will be able to give us a better update on the weather because the forecast I had yesterday
1: was Mm. horrible. Horrible, Mark. What's the forecast
5: po- like there?
7: A very, a very good. Yeah, a very good evening to Brian as well. Uh, the, I mean, so far uh, today was about 29 degrees. Uh, it was very nice on the golf course, I have to say. Um, but the rain is coming. Yes, uh, it's a bit dodgy Thursday, and certainly Friday looks like heavy rain.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: All
7: right, gentlemen, we're going
5: to come back to you very, very soon to talk about that series, and of course, uh, New Zealand prepare. To, uh, take on uh, India. It's going to be very interesting. I want to know from you gentlemen what really went wrong with the uh, England side. But, um, you know, we, 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 we play cricket, but there's some people who also sing it as well.
0: Cricket in this country deteriorating cricket
5: Well, you know, when you hear that song, you hear Red Plastic Bag turned 60 today. A Bayfield man like myself, my first cousin, and I'm really, really delighted to have you on the show, Red Plastic Bag. And we thought it appropriate to start with that song. How are you? You don't look like 60 at all. You look like 25 or maybe even 21. How are you, my friend?
0: (laughs) I'm fine. Good evening. It's great to be on. I see my my friend, Philo, still looking like a young man. And so you can still still, um, play a few shots, Philo. (laughs)
9: Good <laughs> evening, sir. I congratulate you to reaching that milestone.
0: Like, I think oh, you oh, can still
9: Andrew. I think you can still hold your own as
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, back we right back in the day, and you and I, we used to sit on the the hill at Cape Bay. Yes. And we used to give um, commentary on imaginary cricket. You know. Yes. Yes. We used to imagine that cricket was the day we at Cape Bay. We were giving commentary way back in the day and look where I do has reached you know, as a commentator. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who fell behind.
5: <laughs> Maybe because you were Frank Hayes. Remember in those days, RPBB used to call you
0: Frank yeah, Hayes. Yeah I, yeah, I thought at the time Frank Hayes showed uh, a, a lot of promise and um, the guy used to call me Frank Hayes. I, I had a, a few good years as, as a cricketer and uh, quite enjoy cricket. I, I'm in love with prestigious cricket. As you know, I'm a big supporter of prestigious cricket. Mm-hmm. And um, just like all West Indian fans, I, I feel the pain that, that you know that we we have been experiencing of playing with cricket. But I, I have a view overall of some of the problems that we may be having with the cricket. And mm-hmm. uh, I I think I think that um, it's very important that we don't just look at the on-field uh, performance. We we have to look at the Caribbean as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that socialization is the most powerful force there is on earth. And um, as the Caribbean, uh, as people in the Caribbean, we have to look at our overall level of production across the board, not just in sport, but at all levels, um, and if you're we going to compete at world-class levels, we have to up our production levels. So, I mean, yes. and we, are, we are choosing these particulars from amongst us. They're not coming out of the sky. They're Caribbean people just like us. So, we, maybe we should look at our overall production levels. And, and see it as an issue, maybe, your our problem with Africa is, um, is, a, is a, uh, an issue of
5: socialization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, we're going to come back to that bag very, very soon. There's no doubt about that. But um, I know these gentlemen, in fact, Prakash looks as if he's ready to go to, to bed. So, and I know that they don't have a lot of time. So let's uh, focus, before we come back to the West Indies, on that series, England versus New Zealand. The question I've got for you, Mr. Rampakash, what went wrong with England? Can you tell me?
7: Well, they were outplayed. Simple as that. Um, New Zealand was very impressive. Um, they showed a lot of high skills. Uh, there was an excellent double hundred uh, from uh, Devon Conway. Now, you know, it's very much uh, the talk at the moment around global cricket, I think, uh, within uh, the test match format, that do the modern players want to bat time, play the ball on its merits, uh, you know their sort of old traditional skills, but we're not seeing much evidence of that that the modern day players want to do that. And certainly in English domestic cricket, we don't have a lot of players getting big hundreds and uh, as many as we used to. So um, England uh, did pick uh, a relatively inexperienced uh, batting lineup, mm-hmm. and it showed because uh, New Zealand. Uh, were excellent in their uh, line and length when it came to their bowling. Jameson looks a real handful. He uh, is six foot eight, but he pitched the ball up, swung it both ways, and along with Salvi and, and then in the second uh, match, Bolt, uh, Matt Henry, you know, they were, they were way too good for England. Simple as that.
5: Mm-hmm. And Brian Waddle, well, um, I mean, talk about the success of the New Zealand side. Were you surprised, Brian, by what happened in England?
2: To the extent of the the victory in that second test, yes, I was a little surprised. I expected England to be a little tougher. I'm I'm not so surprised about New Zealand at the moment because there has been a consistency of their performance. Uh, Effectively, they have won more series at home and away, but they've also been uh, good performers away from home, apart from Australia the last time they went there. And they did something in that second test that they haven't done in recent times, and that was to make drastic change for various reasons, injury, rest, rotation, etc. And the thing about New Zealand in recent times, of course, has been the consistency and continuity with which they have done things. So they've shown a bit of depth. They've got a 15-man squad that's been completed now for this uh, World Test Championship final. And, um, you know, there's some good players that have been left out of that uh, squad because they had 20 in England, and one of those, of course, was Daryl Mitchell, who played in the last Test match. And Mitchell Sant, who's been the spinner, has been out played by uh, Ajaz Patel. So you know, it uh, it was an exciting series from New Zealand's point of view, and a very worthwhile one, I think, for New Zealand against England. But I, I can feel Mark's pain mm. about the way England went because what I saw. Joe Root leave after being caught behind from the bowling of Patel. They looked a very dejected man. He mm-hmm. couldn't believe, I'm sure, that England were going to be rolled for 122.
1: Mm. Mark, are you
5: feeling your pain?
7: Well, um, Brian, I'm, yeah, Brian, I'm glad you brought up Joe Root because um, I think very, very highly of Joe Root. I think he's ranked fourth best player in the world at the moment, but He hasn't been necessarily in the best of form just in recent test matches, but uh, he's captained England now a a long time. Um, But I feel like he's been let down in terms of planning by the ECB. ECB have clearly taken their eye off the ball when it comes to test cricket. We've seen a pattern uh, in English domestic cricket with the structure clearly favouring white ball cricket and making money. And prime time in the English summer when we will see the white ball competition come to the fore. We're going to see this new competition, the 100, uh, start in, in the coming weeks. And test cricket and first-class cricket has been marginalized. And I feel Joe Root – I feel very sorry for him. The test captain, young players, um, and I don't feel the system is helping him. It's not helping bring through, uh, I think, players who have a good opportunity to, to make that uh, transition. To, to test cricket. So in terms of the batting,
1: mm-hmm.
7: uh, I think <clears throat> surprisingly England England are really struggling. Now people may say, okay, Stokes and Butler were were left out and Johnny Bairstow, but those guys are more middle order. The right. worrying thing for England is their top order and uh, they got knocked over pretty convincingly and of course, you know, they have a 5 test series coming up against India. They have an excellent pace attack and then of course the Ashes. Uh, come November, so worrying times for England, and they have a lot to think about.
5: Mm-hmm. In terms of Root's leadership, is he under threat, or is he under student leader? Is he?
7: Yeah, I was. Yeah, was. I was reading an article today. I think by a, a fellow called Tim Delisle, who um, was talking about that uh, that Joe Root should give away the captaincy. Of really? course, if you he... away, then who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. the thing. I mean, Joe has been in the he's been in the job a long time. So he's gained all this experience, um, but uh, there there are very very few candidates. Rory Burns played particularly well uh, for his hundred at Lord, I thought, and has captained his uh, county Surrey uh, to a championship title. Um, but really, there are very very few candidates. And of course, you know the old the old brigade of Anderson and Broad. I mean, they're still fit, they're still motivated, they're still bowling well, but for how long? How much longer? So. You know, as I say, there's a lot to think about in terms of the composition for the England test side. The England one-day side is completely the opposite. Owen Morgan is sitting very happy knowing that he has a wealth of talent to call upon. And I think Chris Silverwood is very much looking forward to uh, making sure that England are at full strength for the white ball tournaments coming up.
5: We're going to take an assessment, of course, of the first test, West Indies, versus uh, uh, South Africa very soon. We've got... uh, RPB with us, uh, Red Plastic Bag. In fact, let, let me give him his title, Ambassador. Of course, Doctor. 60 years today. It's really good to have him, and of course, fellow Wallace. And a little bit later, we're going to go around the Caribbean to get some more reaction. Um, Dr. Andrew Ford, how are you, my friend? Nice to see you. Are you 60 years like Red Plastic Bag, or are you 59? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
11: but uh, it's good to see the wheelchair, and well, Brian and Mark and Philo and to, and to have the listeners into interesting uh, conversations about both West Indies and, and English cricket thus far. Um, Brian, I, I, I've been really taken by the, by the five high quality fast bowlers and, and two spinners that New Zealand have been able to put on show in, in the two test matches. Uh, the depth of the New Zealand bowling has surprised me. Uh, were you surprised or did you know that the quality was there?
2: No, I think that that's been coming for quite some time. New Zealand don't necessarily have the express pace, but I think the one thing that they enjoyed about this uh, test series and they're going to enjoy is bowling with the Duke's ball. And mm-hmm. all the New Zealand bowlers who swing the ball, even Neil Wagner, who seemed to lose the art to swing the ball, was swinging it and swinging it like Trent Bolt does that. Tim Southey seems to be getting better with age and his performances are coming through. Matt Henry has struggled to get within the New Zealand side in recent years. I think the stat was that he's only played one test uh, every time he's come into the team. He's never really had two tests in succession. So with the arrival too of Kyle Jameson, New Zealand has a seam attack that can do uh, the business with the Duke ball and get it swinging. Spin is a concern. Um, Ajaz Patel bowled pretty well, and I think he's the best of our spinners, but they've always wanted Mitchell Santner in the New Zealand side because he has the extra batting skill and also is an outstanding fielder. But I guess when it comes to this one-off game, if the ball is going to turn, they want a spin bowler, uh, not somebody who can bat a little bit, and uh, hopefully they will go for a spinner, which will leave, of course a real conundrum for them because they're going to have to leave out either Jameson, Southey, Bolt, or Wagner. Really? And I don't know who you'd want to leave out of um, mm. that lineup. Oh dear, oh dear. Mm.
11: Uh, uh, Mark, there's been talk that the, that the English four-day uh, game is, is not what it used to be. Um, even though it's being marginalized, why would you how do you explain the loss in quality in, in the county championship?
7: Uh, well, I think it, it would be uh, – it, it's happened over a number of years. In fact, I remember being in the Caribbean uh, when, uh, when England were bowled out to – I think it was about 77 in Barbados, and uh, uh, that was about two or three years ago, and I remember giving an interview on Sky, and we were talking about how the structure of English cricket has changed from when I used to play in county cricket. Uh, where we would have four-day cricket throughout the, the six months. Now, it's very much bookended, So, you get a lot of games in April and May, uh, and then, you know, some in or late August, September. Now, the conditions in April, May, are they're just so much in favour of bowling medium pace, um, line and length. Um, and uh, the, 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 batters, the batters really struggled to build in innings and, and bat a long time. Uh, because the ball is moving around so prodigiously, um, I mean, for example, uh, people in the Caribbean would know the name of Stephen Finn. He's he's a fast bowler. He hits the deck hard. He bowls at high eighties. Uh, he's been left out for Middlesex consistently for bowlers who bowl seventy-five mile an hour and bowl a line in length and nip the ball around. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're not seeing any development of spin bowling, and we're seeing that the batsman to to, to back themselves to back long periods of time and with and good technique, um, they're, they're struggling to do that. So I think this has been a, um, a problem for a number of years now. And you, you only have to look at the stats. that uh, 20 years ago, you might have had 30 people making a 1,000 runs. Um, last year was probably five or six. So we're seeing, um, on the one hand, the, the domestic game and first-class structure Uh, erode the the first class game and and on the other hand you're seeing that the prominence of white ball cricket and how the young guys love going out and smacking a white ball that doesn't really move around too much and if they can get 30 or 15 balls they've had a good night and that is and get paid lots of money for it so there's a very attractive option that is pulling away a lot of our young talent I think towards gravitating towards one day cricket and of course, this is not just a problem in England. I accept that this is a global problem, and you know England really you look at some of the batting techniques right now, and they're they're so unorthodox it's almost like someone's searching to be mm-hmm. different, but actually mm-hmm. the best the best players are very orthodox because they have a repeatable technique that uh, works in all conditions
11: mm-hmm. I see okay well well you.
5: Okay. Go ahead, Andrew. Okay. Just just want to turn our attention, because I know that Mark and uh, uh, my very good friend there, Brian Wall, uh, they don't have a lot of time left with us, um, so we're going to make sure that we um, get as much out of them as possible. But I just want to turn our attention now to the the, the West Indies, because whereas New Zealand were doing extremely well, very, very well, and they won the test series, I want to ask, first of all, um, Dr. Wilshire, um, in his opinion, why do you believe that the West Indies lost the first test so badly against the South Africans? What went wrong?
0: Well, a lot of things probably went wrong. The, the thing is, with our know, uh, West Indies team, I'm wondering if we are expecting too much Okay. Um, from our players. Um, we may be expecting too much. A lot of these players are still young. Um, I'm happy to see KF get runs. A lot of these players are still young. And, I mean, yes, we have some young players in South African team as well. Um, well I, I, As I said earlier, when we were talking, I was speaking primarily about the the building of, of the Caribbean overall. I spoke to mm-hmm. you about socialization. Right. I also want to speak about legacy as well. Sure. I I believe that that uh, we have not promoted the legacy of Caribbean cricket to really energize Caribbean cricket, energize the people of the Caribbean. Um, a lot of what we have done as a as a cricketing nation has not been promoted, really to to uh, to motivate mm-hmm. um, uh, the, the, the Caribbean people. And we are choosing these players from amongst um, our, our population. And if we don't do the things to to create within their minds the that, that whole mindset of understanding what they're defending mm-hmm. and what, you know, where they're coming from, uh, the, the history that they're, they're defending. Um, it, back in, uh, in, in the 70s and 80s, a lot of the players who played well, they, they were playing against a, a, a backdrop of colonialism. That, mm-hmm. that motivated them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the legacy of Javier of, I mean, Cricket can motivate players, but we have not promoted that. If you go down to Kansas and over now, as some person who who, uh, who doesn't know anything about cricket. You just each other the rules. It doesn't say anything about cricket. It's mm. supposed to say the Home of West cricket. Right. Every single Caribbean cricket um, every single Caribbean cricket playing um, ground should mm. be saying WOMO West in cricket. We do not promote cricket the way we are supposed to promote cricket to motivate the Caribbean, let the Caribbean know what we have done in cricket. Mm-hmm. So I am saying that we have been socializing our our, our people in a way that does not suggest that
5: we want them to love and protect the legacy of our lives. Mm, Very interesting point.
9: Uh, Philo Wallace, your reaction? Well, Andrew, as I said in my opening remarks, I'm very disappointed in investing these that Uh When the court said it, it has nothing to do with preparation, the captain in his interview said it, it, it has nothing to do with technique. But what I saw in, in St. Lucha last week reminded me of what happened against New Zealand few years ago in New Zealand, where the New Zealanders decided they're going to start to bowl some short balls, And Brian Waddle just said it. They don't really have express space. Express space. The, the guys hit the deck hard, some of them. But why? I, I feel to understand why we stay in a camp for almost six weeks,
10: mm-hmm.
9: and yet we see these funny funny abilities to play short fish bowling back in our cricket. I, I was listening to, to Nassau saying the other day, uh, the, the, the Sky commentator, and he, I think he hit the nail on the head, not only for English cricket, but for world cricket. A lot of these international cricketers have come into international cricket with some bad techniques. Very, very bad techniques. And when they're found wanting, they don't know what to do. And obviously, in, in West Indies, we have a lot of players with bad techniques. Or bad in coach for so one reason or another is not with us. So we have Andrew Coley, who is the assistant coach, bad in quotes. Mm. But yet he seems to be able to get it done either. Do we need to look beyond those guys and try to find someone who can get into the heads of these guys to get them to understand how oh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a practical way of playing short pitch bowling? There's certain basic principles that apply to batting, bowling, fielding. Are these basic principles being ignored by these, by these players? Are they listening mm. or are they believe that what they are doing is correct? And the people like Mark Rampakash and Brown Waddle, and, said, and Dr. Sensen Wiltshire, who's been there and played a bit of cricket. They're not listening to these types of people. They're only taking it from themselves. Because it's, it's horrendous how we play that first test match. Mm. And it's not about the pitch. I know my friend Tony Gray is going to join us, and he's going to say the pitch should be slow. Mm. But I don't think it's the pitch. I just think it's the ability of our batsmen, mentally and technically, to get it right. And they don't understand the meaning of playing for West Indies, and I don't want to bring colour. Mm. But there has to be a passion and a drive for you as a West Indian cricketer to go out there and stand up and be like a lion mm. and let people fear you. Nobody fear our cricketers. First of all, Andrew, mm-hmm. I don't like the way they look on the field. They're playing the cricket, the way how they look. Oh dear. They look rough. Mm. And my mother said, when you don't look good, you can't perform well. All players need to refine themselves a bit more and look a little bit more presentable. I'm a West Indian cricketer. And you should be a, a sport for you to look at. All mm-hmm. cricketers look a little rough and I, I and I want them to just taper down that rough look and, and be smooth and play some nice, cool, calm cricket. Mm-hmm. Our cricket looks too rough, Andrew, mm. because our cricketers are rough. Oh dear. And I don't like the way we're looking.
12: Mm-hmm.
9: It, it is a backward step from where we were in Bangladesh and Sri Lanka. This three-day defeat has pushed us very far down the line because we got Pakistan and Australia coming.
5: Yeah, yeah. And not they're gonna coming it's not going to get easier. No, not at all. Not going to get New easier. Years. You get beaten in three days,
9: it's going to get harder. Oh dear. So we need okay. to up the ante. Somehow, Coach Simmons and that back row staff have to up the ante and get into these fellas' minds. Mm-hmm. This is, you see New Zealand? Mm-hmm. I'm happy for them. They beat England at Edge Bastion because they played with passion and commitment. There was no key Williamson. They no. identify a young man here, Tom Latham, who led that team wonderfully well. Yes, yes, Made yes. Made six changes mm-hmm. and beat England at their fortress i do something about New Zealand. They're quite assassinated. Oh,
5: interesting. They're going,
9: to, they're going down to the baseball. Mm. It's going to be a good World Cup. That match is going well to be against good. Against India. Despite the weather, it's going to be good. Because the New Zealanders have playing time. They do. And I'm happy to see New Zealand cricket on the up. Because they've done everything right. Mm-hmm. The whole team buys into the concept.
5: Beautiful. Well said. And I love it. Okay. Happy for you. Right. right. Okay. No, 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 no Brian. Just before we turn to the, the big battle, of course, uh, um, in relation to India, um, West Indies. Are you are you are you surprised by all this? And we can also get a reaction from Mark Ramprakash. Not beaten by
2: South Africa. Are you surprised by
1: that? To a, extent,
2: to a certain extent, I am because I've been following the other series they played at home. They handled conditions, it was Bangladesh, wasn't it, where they uh, had uh, that series and we saw the emergence of players who'd been around the East Indies side for a long time or the rest of the scene. And I thought that they were starting to come together. They had uh, a home series and seemed to perform pretty well. I was surprised that they succumbed as readily against the South African side as they did. And uh, uh, you will probably know more about that than I because you probably see the game and, Mm. and fellow uh, is, is very passionate about what he says. And, you know, I, th- I think that, you know, he is just one of a number of fans who would not be happy to see that. If we saw that in New Zealand, we would also be passionately critical of uh, the way the game is developed. And, and I think that uh, some of these players have to, have to learn a little bit about technique. We've got players who have uh, been able to settle their problem. I, I, I look at England and, and Mark might be able to uh, tell me, how Dominic Sibley gets away with his technique at the top of the order? Yes. I can't believe how he plays <laughs> this his hand. I mean, they're out of point when he's playing; they're like coming from point. I I can't believe how he does it. I I don't want to be. He's a nice young man, but I I can't believe how he gets away with that. Uh, Mark.
7: <laughs> what? Well, <interesting>. uh, yeah. <laughs> I've had a very relaxing day you know I've been on the golf course today. it's been bright and sunny, and now we're going to have to talk about dom stiffpley uh <laughs> his technique um that, it w- watching watching him is painful i've got to be honest um but you know he got selected on merit he he made uh you know twelve hundred runs for Warwickshire in one season and and um i, I think Dominic uh, has many qualities uh you know good concentration um but he, he only has one gear, and that mm. that's the thing about Dominic. And I don't think uh, against the better bowlers in county cricket, a lot of the time uh, the ball is around your knee, you know, knee height, maybe just above. And he comes forward and he can play off the front foot. Um, he doesn't really have any attacking shots off the back foot. Uh, he doesn't dominate against spin. So he's a guy who's going to occupy, but he's never going to go. He's never going to. Um, even if he plays himself in, there's no point in his innings when he starts to take the attack to the opposition and put the opposition bowlers under pressure. So, look, you know, he, I, I'm not sure he'll be around for long. I saw Hasid Hamid back in the nets at Laws during the test match. He was there as part of the squad, but not playing. He looks absolute class. And if you want to see a, an orthodox technique, um, uh, this guy, he made his Test debut, you know, a few years ago in, in India. Played really well, I think. Got eighty odd in the first. Been through some ups and downs, but um, he he's a class act. Um, in terms of the West Indies, look, I, I think they have to look at their preparation. Um, if they, I, I don't know too much about the batting lineup, but if they are young players, um, the coach has got to decide whether they have the mental fortitude to learn lessons. And you know, we talk a lot about coachability. Our players. Um, able to listen and take on information, process information, and learn quickly. The best players, I think, do that. And so they may have a chance to respond, you know, uh, throughout this series and then in other series coming along. And it's, it's really crucial, I think, that um, the coaches, management, you know, look at these guys and, and make a decision about their character and whether they can uh, list their game. To, to a higher level and learn the lessons because South Africa do have in Rabada and Gidi and Nokia they have some mm-hmm. some good seniors, no doubt
5: mm-hmm. uh, is it possible Mark that the team may not be quotable
7: well that that that's uh, something that um, y- you know from an English perspective you know we have our under nine teams our England Lions mm. and there's a lot of investment in getting to know getting to know the boys their characters. And if you look at Zach Crawley and Ollie Pope, that um, they're uh, although obviously, um, they have been making runs in county cricket, although they, they're currently not being that successful at test level. Um, they, there is a judgment made about can they listen and, and take on information? And of course, you have to remember, I mean, Zach Crawley is 23, Pope is, I think, 22 or 23. So they are very young. I think England will stick with them because they believe mm. that they have the work ethic mm-hmm. to want to be successful. Every day they get up, they think about being successful at test level, and they want to improve, and they show that every day in their training. So they are dedicated young professionals who will listen to the people around them, particularly Joe Root as a leader in the dressing room, and, and I think that they can come again. Yes, they're going through a tough period but I think they have the character to come through that.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Tony Gray has joined us. Um, no, know um, you've just got another couple of minutes left. In fact, um, Brian told me he's going to spend about 45, so he's got another five minutes or so. He's going to certainly come back to you very shortly. But uh, let's go to uh, Trinidad and Tobago and, and talk to our good friend, Tony Gray. Tony, Dr. Stetson, which is 60 today. How old are you now, Tony? Are you 61? On fifty eight. Fifty eight the 20th of May, mm. Andrew. <laughs> really? And it's nice to see Mark Rampakash and the, the other uh, people there. Mm. Very knowledgeable people. Yes. Uh, played yes. against Mark and country cricket. Mm. And I think for the West A-team in Barbados. Yes, When really? England
7: toured. Mm. Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Tony? That's very fond memory. Tony, you
5: actually played cricket in Barbados at the region's Mecca? You you got that far, Tony? <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> you were a little boy then. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that. No, no. Your reaction, Tony Gray, to the West Indies loss. I want you to tell us from Kingston, Jamaica, to Broad Street in Barbados, what went wrong in Darren Sammy's backyard with the West Indies. Talk to me, Tony Gray. Yeah, I think that uh, we've had uh, four. Uh, recent series to learn from. Mm. I think if you watch the West Indies team in England, we struggled with the bat, we struggle with the, the moving ball, we struggle with uh, um, you know the different types of deliveries that uh, great fast bowlers and very good fast bowlers aim at us. Blackwood was the only uh, bright light there and scoring ninety-five in the first Test match and winning that Test match for mm, us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we struggle against New Zealand, um, you know, four big fast bowlers who. Uh, would deliver different types of deliveries. Our batsmen are not adept at playing pace. They don't have the technique again. Mm.
7: Um,
5: we did well against Bangladesh player in his first test match, a record-breaking 210 not out. Another player um, subsequently got man of the series, a batsman in Bonham. So those things just don't happen. It clearly shows unequivocally that we are not good at um, facing fast bowlers again because certain components have been taken out of our cricket. Now, we can coach um, the technique against fast bowlers, but if you don't have fast, bouncy pitches to stimulate Mm. um, the challenges that you're going to meet, you're going to struggle. And I said before the test series starts, and the first test match, I said, I asked the question in a different group chat, what type of pitch are we going to lay down? Because what we did unequivocally, is taking our batsmen out of their comfort zone. And we handed South Africa uh, their comfort zone. They have custom playing on pitches like that, that steam, that have bounce, that have great carry, uh, that have uh, sea movement. They have custom playing in South Africa like that. So their batsmen would have been more adept. It doesn't matter that um, they don't have the experience, but they have the first-class experience of playing a lot of games. Peterson, for example in his first test match he's played about 97 first class games so what we actually did is said south africa you don't have to make any adjustment with ball bat, or in the field because it impacts the fielders too you can play in your comfort zone and let's take our batsmen out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. so that's why i asked that question what type of pitch in fact what oh. we saw against sri lanka was the type of pitch that we supposed to play South Africa on. Okay. And what we saw the South Africans played is the type of pitch we're supposed to play the Sri Lankans on. Interesting. So Interesting. we ain't getting it right at all. Andrew. No, And that's not. a fact. What, what, but our batsmen not very good at playing pace again. Mm. is poor. Are they afraid, Tony?
2: Are well, they running, let me tell you are something. Running,
5: are they running the square leg like, like, like you did? <laughs> no, I never did. In fact, the first time I played against was the first first class game I played mm. and I made 31 not out mm. and the late Tony Kozzi described me as the next best meet all around oh he did he did and that's the fact Tony Kozzi was so wrong the it's, the, it's the first thing that Tony <laughs> Kozzi said in his life that was so wrong oh my god Tony, <laughs> but if, Tony, Tony what Tony happens, was so wrong what happened? yeah what happens Andrew mm. is that when your technique is not good you're, you lack confidence, and there is what you call... I've question, Tony, i asked you a question, Tony. Just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. I'm getting to that, Andrew. Please answer my question. Are these guys afraid? Tony, you're always on the front. Stop I'm me. I'm getting to that, Andrew. I'm, I'm, yes. What is happening... No, I'm not saying they're afraid, you know, but they're just perturbed. Oh. A little bit perturbed because they don't have the confidence. Mm. What is happening is internal interference happens they've never faced that level of pace that level of skill from fast bowlers consistently coming at them okay and that's a problem that's a okay stay, stay with us all right brian we know that you're going to leave us soon and of course um i see mark Ramprakash is about to go to speak mark open your eyes please oh come on turn the lights on <laughs> man and have a drink <laughs> I, I, like sir clive would say have a copper and sir clive was going to join us a little bit later on the show <laughs> just before you gentlemen go we're going to open the lines as well um, I know that uh, Dr. Ford, you may have a, a final question for Mark and, and, and one for our good friend Brian, Brian Waller before they go. Doctor.
11: Oh yes. Uh, for for Mark, the the injury to Archer and his recurrent return to uh, under the knife, and also to some other players. Uh, what's happening to the management of of the English?
7: Player. Well Well, the, the, the injury to Jeff is of, of real concern. And I have to say, I've been very concerned, really, about the way he has been handled in particular with this elbow injury, because I, I think initially they, they asked him to try and play through it. I think he had an injection in it. Um, and now finally, he's having the surgery. Now, I know surgery is the last resort with these things, but um, you do have to Uh, Question, and I I guess it's with the benefit of hindsight, but you do have to question the the medical advice that he has received, Mm -hmm. and um, and also his longevity. I mean, this surgery. Let's let's hope that it that it gets it right. But uh, if if it doesn't, you have to really worry for his longevity, and particularly whether he can um, play any longer format. I mean, I saw I was in New Zealand with Brian when he bowled a huge amount of overs on some very flat wickets. And um, you know England, Joe Root was like someone with a new toy. You know he couldn't he couldn't wait to use him all the time. And um, he bowled something like forty overs in in the, the first Test match. And so you know it's it's tough uh, for Jofra. I really hope that um, this this surgery works for him. Um, and of course you know England supporters will be desperate to see him again in an England shirt. But I I, I suspect that England, particularly Chris Silverwood and Owen Morgan, will be. Mm-hmm doing everything possible to get him fit in particular for the one day trophies coming up
11: mm-hmm. well i want to thank you. Uh, brian the grand has been kind of off uh recently before before uh, his injury he seemed to be a guy that would be in the team all the time and williamson has been shorter runs any worries about those two players
2: uh, sorry who was the first one i didn't pick that one up the, the grand the groundhog. Uh, I have a concern about the groundhog. He hasn't played the cricket. Um, he played in the first Test match against England. Didn't do a lot. Uh, they rate him very highly as an all-rounder, but I, I don't think there's any substitute for playing games on the park. You can have all the nets you like, uh, but the. Competition on the park to me in Test matches and first class games Is important and he hasn't done that I don't have too many concerns about Williamson Uh, He is uh, a player Who can hone his game According to the circumstances He's had uh, this Elbow issue over a period of time And uh, he was A while getting into the IPL When uh, that started up Because of that injury Um, So it, it there was obviously some concern, and they wanted to wrest him from that Test match. The same with B.J. Watling, uh, who's going to be playing his last Test match for uh, uh, New Zealand. He's retiring after this Test match final. Um, so, I, I think that uh, the, the issue with De Gronholm will be one that we will be looking at very closely. Interesting to hear uh, Mark talking about Jopper Archer. Uh, it, it is a worry when players of that quality get injured. He's a player with X factor, I think, isn't he? He's one of those players who can take wickets. He's a wicket-taking bowler. He's a threat when he comes on. And I think we've got in Kyle Jamieson, the same sort of player. Six foot eight inches tall, can Mm -hmm. swing the ball and uh, has a bit of um, anger in him when he's bowling. He's got a bit of fire in the belly. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's the sort of player that I think has X factor as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he could be an interesting player when it comes to this uh, World Test Match Championship final.
5: Well, oh, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for coming and talking to us. No doubt about that. Um, in thirty seconds, Brian, uh, India versus New Zealand. Talk to me about that. You're going to beat. You're going to beat them. India versus New Zealand. Well,
2: we beat we beat them in the World Cup. Yes. Um, we beat England, I think. Well, we just didn't hit enough boundaries against them. That was the issue in, in, in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, but, I like yeah. that. So we won. We tied the game but lost the boundaries. Yeah. Um, but India is, India is a quality side. We know that. Mm. They have uh, right across the board some outstanding players. Right. But I think that New Zealand get underrated by a lot of people, and that's been shown up in the last couple of weeks. I think New Zealand has the players that can win this game as well. I'm not going to say their favourites. I think it's a 50 50 call. Mm. When you get to this situation, mm. it's how conditions plan out, how your players prepare, and New Zealand have had prepared pretty well. They've had two games. Mm. Uh, the Indians have had, um, you know, in, inter squad practice. But we know that they are quality players. They don't always play well away from home. New Zealand's, you know, I, you know, i I'm, I'm a good. Catnip, Kiwi. i give us a slight edge, but it'll be a Ooh, 50-50 edge. 50-50. All
5: right. Thanks to you, Brian. Well, by the way, what time is it now in New Zealand? What time is it there now?
2: It is uh, It's about uh, 11 o'clock. I've got to go to a meeting. We're doing commentary. For the first time in my life, I'm doing a cricket commentary off-tube. Okay. You know, I've got all the lingo, so we're doing it off-tube. Mm.
1: Ooh,
5: okay. Right. Okay. Well, I want to thank you very much indeed, Brian. Uh, we were hoping to to uh, to have you come to the Caribbean. We haven't seen you in a long, long time, um, so let's hope that COVID will go away, and when New Zealand travels here, again you come.
2: Nice, definitely. love the place.
5: All right, all the best to you, Brand Waddle, and I want to thank you as well, Mark Rampakash, uh, for coming. What time is it there now, Mark? What time is it now?
7: Oh, it's well past my bed
5: time. Okay. But, uh, coming up to
6: midnight.
5: <laughs> all Great. right. We'll just have a couple like Sir <laughs> Wood would and, and, and a couple of um, biscuits and you'll be fine.
7: You yeah, gotcha. Thanks very much. Take uh, care. All, all right. right. All okay.
5: Ja- thank you very much indeed. All right. We're going to open the lines. Uh, we've got, of course, uh, uh, with us uh, um, Dr. Stetson Wiltshire. Haley Matthews has joined us as well. I'm making a hundred. We have to hail her from there and from far. We also got Anthony Gray who dropped out. Um, needs to um, get himself sorted out in terms of his Wi-Fi. He's very poor, you know, Anthony, maybe because you live in Santa Cruz. And, of course, fellow Wallace, who <laughs> is coming back uh, to Barbados very, very soon. And when he comes back, uh, I, I want him to be uh, my lawyer. Philo, uh, Philo, you can be my lawyer and plastic bags as well, because we have to, to look at a will to ensure that we leave all that land up and fill <laughs> to our wonderful family. 441790, I think we got some calls already before we go to Haley Matthews. Uh, can we take a call? Ken's husband has joined us, the one and only Ken. Hello,
6: Ken. How are you, my friend? Good evening to you, Andrew. Good mm. to see you. Always good to see you, man. Good, good. And, and it's good to see my good friend over there, Philo. Yeah. Uh, Philo, Philo, good evening to you, man. Mm. We, we got work for you. We you
0: <laughs> got work for you, man.
6: <laughs> <laughs> good to see you,
10: good you
5: Philo. Good to hear you, man. And, good, of, good, course, man. and, and of course, Dr. Dr. Stetson-Wilch as well. Um, he's 60 years, he 62
6: what Ken? How how are you? Well, I'm I, I'm doing very very well, I'm, I'm happy to see you, Stefon. Uh, uh, 60
12: today.
6: 60 today. Yes. Oh, good. I'm going to do one of your songs on lyrical not interpretations. Out. Are you not out? Oh, good lord! Mm. You're still money. All
12: right. Oh,
6: yeah. uh, very very, <laughs> very quickly, Andrew. I'm going to do one of your songs. Um, uh, the song about cat, flat, potatoes, and reap corn. Mm. I'm going to do one of them sound steps. And, yes. A uh, lyrical, 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 lyrical. interpretation. We're
5: looking forward to that. That's <laughs> wonderful. alright one seven ninety. Nice. Can, can we take a call or two, Ken? I think we can. Can we go? Yeah, we can. Yes. As it heads towards, what time is it now? Seven minutes past, seven o'clock
6: on Mason and Guest. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Yes, yes, good
12: evening, Andrew.
6: Oh, Randolph. How are you, yes, my friend? I'm not too bad, and good evening to all your parties there, especially to Mr. Stetson Wiltshire. Yes. Hope you had a blessed day today. Mm. Hope you continue to go from strength to strength. Thank yes. you. Thank you, sir. Right. Now, Thank I you, think, sir. Because, uh, uh, now, Andrew, yes. now, I recognize that two good things since the last test match, I think, have come to the fore. One was that the West Indies winning the toss and batting first. Right. I don't think there's nothing wrong like that about that, I think that the West Indies should win the toss and bat first sometimes to the standing in people get the youngsters accustomed to the mm-hmm. system. Right. The other good thing is I I got in at the tail detail when I heard a fellow speaking about some of these the youngsters who are up in England who are either getting or expect to get some contracts and I think within another three or four years when well, at least uh, everything goes well with them that they should be walking into the West Indies team they're young with, with great potential. And I think that would be a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. So that leads me into what I think is the my concern with what is happening with our Western Indian players. Now, like the players of the past, which we've all commented how good they are, like uh, God, Sir Gordon and Viv and uh, Sir Andy and all these guys, mm-hmm. they had similar talents to the ones who are here, here at this point in time playing now for the West Indies. But the talent that they had, play at a higher level, similar to coming close to test cricket, by being playing cricket in England for uh, four to five months a year. So whenever the West Indies had to play uh, test cricket, they were actually match ready. So therefore, without having that experience going and playing their cricket in England, Mm -hmm. I don't think that they would have been as good as Mm -hmm. they're end up being. Therefore, Mm -hmm. if these youngsters that we have Mm -hmm. now coming along could get them exposure playing cricket either in England or in Australia, Mm -hmm. so that when the rest of these time comes to play in the test match, that these guys can be match ready, I think our cricket would be able to go very far. We have to give them a chance. They're young. And when you come about with good fast bowling coming at you to be able to play. And I think that they're not accustomed to uh, constant, good, fast-boiling playing. Uh, another thing, why do the batsmen have to hold the bat in the air like they're playing golf? All right.
5: All right, Randolph, thanks very much. A lot of calls. Uh, we, we just want the callers to keep it very tight, very tight, ask your questions. Uh, not a lot of time. That's Haley Matthews at Making 100. Maybe she, um, I'm sure she's going to have a lot to say about that. Can we take another call before we go back to our panelists, four two four one seven ninety. Um can we? We
8: can. Hello, welcome, Listen and again Peace be unto you and yours. Oh, hello yes, Gail, man. how are you? <laughs> Give me the creator thanks for uh a mm. to here. Yes. And to Dr. Ford and to your distinguished guest. Yes. Um I call I call this evening and I'm happy that you bought him. You know, a voice ma voice man came from the east. Yes. And I wanna congratulate Doctor Ambassador Texon Ray Price, Pras- Wojciech. Mm, that's the
1: He's
8: not yes, he deserves it. He's oh, not yes. only he's not only um a Philippine, but he's a humanitarian. Mm.
5: He's a Caribbean he's ideal. A very kind he's a Caribbean ideal.
8: Quite true. He's a very kind and caring person. Mm-hmm. And I pray God brought him many, many, many more years. And one of your guests said he spoke well about cricket. Tell yes. him that he's an upcoming, I prophesy, in this gentleman's life, mm. he's going to be the next political minister for St. Philip. Oh, that's I don't right. know if he's I, I still alive, <laughs> but I, I, if I am, he you, will know. be his. <laughs> order. I,
5: I didn't know my first cousin was involved <laughs> in politics. I didn't know that at all. That I have to speak to cousin David in that.
8: Listen, the way that gentleman speak? Yes. He right. can make a good, a good, a good politician. minister of sports. All yes, right. and 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 a gentleman too that care about people, and right. that is what we want.
5: Right, indeed. So,
8: good evening, sir. Right, I wish
7: good
8: you good evening, all sir. Good evening, Gail. Yes, Gail. <laughs> I wish you. I had to call. I have indeed, to call.
7: of course, of course. Sir.
8: I know you. You like my party, so I know you can say something. You like not No, Mr. you. Oh, Mr. oh Mr. yes.
5: Mr. Well, you know, Mr. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks thank you. Right. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a couple of calls, but let's go and talk to Haley Matthews. Haley, how are you? Um doing so well. I'm making a hundred. Haley, tell us about the hundred you made. How are you? Uh yeah, well, first thanks for having me on. Um it's been doing pretty well over the last couple of weeks. we've been in a West Indies training camp
13: here
2: now. for the last little
13: bit and I think well personally for me it's been going pretty well and been having a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um working hard, maybe we should be. Um, just looking for different areas in our game that we've been lacking on, obviously. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hopefully we have some international soon. In mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, let
13: will see how
5: it carries into that mm. How's it gone during the bubble? What What's life like in the bubble, Haley? Is it rough? Yeah, uh,
13: yeah it's, it's a bit challenging, if I'm being quite honest. Um, obviously, the only two cases we're really able to down here in Antigua is the apartments that we're staying at and then um mm. the girls, obviously that we're training at as well as maybe one or two market um on a weekly basis, though mine that's at five thirty AM so I usually think no will from the second round this week. Okay. Um it's quite like, challenging. I actually heard one of the younger players coming in for the first time, um they mm. said that if anyone ever asked them if they came to Antigua they will have to say no because they haven't seen much of it. So mm-hmm. uh you know those are and the challenges i guess we're facing at this time but obviously we understand what's happening around the world and so that like, if we want to get better we're going to have to be put in an environment like this um and i guess just deal with it the time being and hopefully things get better
11: mm-hmm. dr ford uh haley the batting of the west indian women has been somewhat uh leaving some a lot to be desired recently how important is it for you as as one of the, the backers to be consistent and to contribute at the top in all formats.
13: Yeah, well I think obviously like you said, um, we haven't been doing too well in that department but at the same time I think what's really good to see is uh, the current situation we have for us in terms of coaching. Uh, we don't have coaches dealing with every area of our game. Uh, we have Robert Samuel, who we can work with now in the batting department who's been working really well with the team, um, dealing really well with the girls. And I think for a lot of us, it was a case that had a high amount of technical flaws um,
1: mm-hmm.
13: causing us to obviously get out in many of games really, really easily. And he's been able to take us one-on-one and work on a, little, a lot of those different aspects of our game. And, you know, just being able to tighten up on those. So obviously, like you said, being consistent and putting out proper performances regularly is pretty really important. But I think we're heading in the right direction.
11: Okay, in the camp you become aware of the flaws. now, but during the playing time, when things aren't going well, how does a player and the support staff really deal with the with the the degradation, the breakdown of of your game that these flaws creep in and and multiply?
13: Well, I think that's probably was really important about this camp here right now. Um, obviously, habits take quite a while uh, to be able to perform, especially good one. Um, so I think probably that's why Cricket West he's got a into camp so early,
1: mm-hmm.
13: um, way before any international cricket is coming up. Therefore, what we're working on now could become habits, and hopefully when we get into those games, um, nothing bad is able to keep in them. Obviously, that's what we're hoping for. We um, you know, cricket doesn't always stay like that, and technically it's never going to be perfect. But at the same time, we have a really trusted system going on right now. Um, we really trust our body coaches. He trusts us as individuals to be able to go out there and, I guess, trust ourselves and how we've been working for the last six to eight weeks. So, yeah, I, I, for me, I think it's just a matter of being able to get into those really, really good habits for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, trying to get those bad ones out to go
11: Mm-hmm. Well, we, we know that in COVID, the uh, and understandably, so, cricket West Indies has had difficulty um, having regional cricket in uh, all the levels, on the 19, the women, the men. Uh, you're an established player, and I know that's something you want to maintain. But how do you think this inability to have interregional cricket is going to affect the the possibility of all of the teams getting better and finding new players and and moving forward in the in the in the future.
13: Yeah, well it's, it's obviously a challenge that like you said is straight across before it's straight from under nineteen, um mm-hmm. using women and so on. Uh, but I think what cricket wrestling News have done really well this time around. Um, is they've brought thirty ladies into camp. So we've had we have people here now from the age of sixteen right up to the eight straight uh, we've had some girls in the camp who probably haven't played I, I think we have one year old hasn't played a game of uh, regional cricket as yet, but you know, everyone saw footage of her. I think we selected, had a look, um, and saw that she's somebody that's a definite job in that aspect to get a lot of people in the camp. Um, I guess to try and fill in as much as we can somebody want our regional cricket, um, to make sure that we don't have I guess the same fifty to people cycling. We met a
5: couple of years or so, business we gotta do a commercial break. Hello, do you wanna add uh, it? No, no. Just yep. we have to do a commercial break, um, and when we come back, we're gonna open the lines forty four one seven ninety as well. So let's pause for business calls and let me tell you, Mason and Guests brought to the
1: association. Yes, well, that's Mason and guest brought to you by some of the company but let's talk about you are listening to the cricket show. Join us each Saturday morning from nine until twelve noon to hear the Saturday morning entertainment episode. And on Sundays from six to nine PM Eastern Standard Time to be a part of the Cricket Show. To join the show call one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero the number again is one five one five six oh five nine eight five zero. Enjoy the remainder of the show. That's right, you're listening to the cricket show with Lane Mason and guests. Back to Mason and Guest. Okay, for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, Andrew, you're very low.
5: Yes, I
4: am very low. I
5: don't know I don't know why, uh, but uh, I'm gonna have to use a mic, uh So I don't know what's going on here. But uh, technically, we need to get it sorted out. All right. Uh, I I think uh, I'm being heard now. So just want to uh, go back, of course, to the West Indies. And uh, in terms of that test match, and I really want to ask um, Tony Gray, do you think the post had anything to do with it? And also as well, I want to ask the panel, uh, Brett Kossett back as well, what changes would you make uh, going into the second test match? Tony, let's start with you. First, first question you got to um, ask again, Andrew. I didn't hear that well. What was the first question? The toss. The question of the toss. Um, was there a problem? Yeah, the won the toss, and the West Indies yeah, decided to. I to that, yeah, so, yeah I, I think that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Go ahead, go ahead, Tony. Go ahead, Tony. Right. Yeah, I think that uh, obviously the toss had a lot to do with it. Um, everything told us at the start of play obviously with the, the, the strengths of the South Africans, the weaknesses of, of the South Africans, the strengths of our team, the weaknesses of our team, that uh, we should have fielded first. And this is not in hindsight conducive to fast bowling. In fact, it's advantageous to fast bowling. Uh, sometimes you get slow pitches that is advantageous to batsmen. This pitch was advantageous to fast bowling. Um, we primarily had three fast bowlers and two. and the early morning moisture would have assisted both fast bowlers and spinners because uh, Maharaj bowled very early in the piece and he got the ball to turn. You look at the history of that pitch, you know that it's going to slow down a bit. It might not offer the faster bowlers the great sea movement and the bounce later on. So to me, everything told us that we should have fielded first. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. And mm-hmm. I thought that the, the, the pitch had a lot to do with the demise of the Western batsmen because of the fact mm-hmm. that our strength doesn't lie against batting well against fast bowlers because of our technique support. And that's the fact. So you're saying we got it wrong. Um, RPB, you, you agree with that? To have won the toss? So what would you have done? Uh, you, you think we made a mistake by, by batting first?
0: Uh, I, I, I agree with Tony. I agree with Tony, um, but, you know, we're playing in the Caribbean, and I, I think that we, we need to, to show that we have been learning all along about, one, about our pitches. We should know about our pitches. We should understand how to prepare our pitches. We, we, we need to be better at than this, at what we do. We can't be guessing about mm. our pitch When we win a toss at a particular wicket, we're supposed to know if, we, if we're going to bat on it or not. I mean, knowing the composition of your team, we should know if we are supposed to bat on, a team, on, on our team or not. We shouldn't be guessing about if we should be batting or not. And, and all these are things that, that, that bother, these things bother me about West Indies cricket. It seems as though we are not learning. Mm. You know, we, we shouldn't be guessing about if we are going to bat or not, pitch or not. We should mm. know.
5: Mm. Are we strategic, Mag? Would you say, Dr. Wiltshire, that we are strategic? I've, I've said that we are not for a long time. Are we strategic?
0: I am I, I, not sure. I remember, I remember going to Sydney mm. back in 2006. Right. And when I went to Sydney, the Nets, they had
1: 11
8: million mm. a m- 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 m-
0: m- m- mm. particular picture around the world. Right? When you go to Lords, and I, I spoke about legacy and all that just now, and I know I'm talking about it. It's okay for us to talk about what is going to happen on the cricket field. But well, we need to start building people to a point where they're they're they are they they embrace the, the things that we want to achieve. I, I, I'm strong on legacy and mm-hmm. I'm strong on socialization. Right. And I believe strongly I believe strongly that our work ethic has to be looked at in a big way. We we, we just can't we cannot compete at world class level mm-hmm. if our work ethic is not at a high standard. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I, I believe these things strongly. We, 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 are, we may be expecting too much from our players. We need to give them, we need to develop them um, through our, our, our entire Caribbean system. It's right. not just about cricket. Mm-hmm. You don't just go and play cricket. You grow within a family and within a region and within a certain thinking, within right. a certain um, way of life that is supposed to drive you to perform at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You
1: don't just go
5: on
0: the field and just have a sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then can I? So can we I need just to say be on
1: this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah, Tony. Andrew. Yes, yes please. Here, yeah, the doc is making a valid point. We're not holistically developing our players. We're not giving them a sense of Western and history. We're not looking strategically at how to develop them. My point is, and I've always made the point, that we had the systems in place. We had the system in place without the computers. We had a system in place with all the science. We had the best team in the world, and we are not learning from it. They play with passion. But we have an egocentric world. These players are not just going to come and want to represent the West News team because it's an egocentric world that values self. So we have to improve them that way and educate them that way. So, the Doc, happy birthday to you. You are making some fantastic points, but we don't understand the relevance of it. And we we'll see the- mm. Just before we go to Philo, just a two or three minutes, with we're going to go to St. Lucia and talk to Ken Crafton. You know, in the old time days, back when we played him in bass, he used to call him the Groundsman. Nowadays, they call him the, 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 uh, the Curator. So we're going to find um, the Curator. <laughs> yes, yes, the Curator now, you know.
6: Yes, of course.
5: <laughs> uh, we're going to talk, of course, to our very good friend, Ken Crafton. Um, he is the Curator there in St. Lucia. Hello, Ken, how are you?
10: Good evening, Andrew. I'm great. I'm good.
5: Mm. Are you at the Darren Sammy Cricket Ground now, or are you home with your family? No,
10: I'm actually on the road, left
5: there about half an hour ago. Mm, but I thought but, but I thought there was a curfew in St. Lucia. Why are you on the road?
10: <laughs> no, I could be out until 10, 10, 10 p.m. Okay.
5: All right. Fair enough. Just seek as usual. Now, can you explain to us what happened in relation to the pitch? Were you satisfied with the pitch that you prepared there in, in, in St. Lucia, were you happy with it? Ken?
10: Well, certainly I, I was happy with what I saw. I, I, I loved the, the bumps and the bumps, um out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, very disappointed with the performance of the West Indies team. But um, a century was scored. There were two, five wickets all in, in, in the game. I would say from, from my end, I'm quite satisfied.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how many marks would you have given the pitch that you prepared? I know it's a question that I shouldn't ask you, could you may say eleven out of ten.
10: Um, well, I should ask you, Andrew. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes, talk to me. How, how many how, how many marks would you have given the pitch?
10: Well, being a neutral person, um, it, it's hard to, to give any, any, anything hundred percent. I, I would be like something like ninety five percent.
5: So ninety five. Okay, so so let's say nine out of ten. All right, so. Before you go, because we know you've got to get off the road, um, we don't want the policemen coming after you, although it's still pretty early and you live all the way down the country. Uh, were you surprised that the West Indies having won the toss decided to bat? Ken Crafton, can you tell me?
10: Absolutely. I, I, was, I was shocked. Um, I couldn't believe that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that was the case.
5: Mm. Could you expand on that? Because I think that's a good story for primetime news tomorrow.
10: No, 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 no. Um, from being the, the, the groundsman, the, the head curator at Darren's, um, there's always a, a, a chance for the team bowling first right. to actually put, their, 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 foot, uh, put their, their, their hands out and get a lead, you know, start off in front.
5: I see. So, so, so no one spoke to you or were you not part of that uh, uh, intelligence and, and strategy?
10: Um, I didn't answer any questions that was posed to me, and mm. that's it.
5: Mm. Okay, I see. Because you know the Bayfield bag would tell you that uh, we had some wonderful grounds. But in fact, we just laid Terry Watson to, um, to rest. You know, but Whenever healthspin paying one of to the tosses, go to, um, to, to, to Terry and say, look, um, do you think we should battle a bowl? So no one spoke to you then?
10: Um, I had discussions, um,
0: but not direct.
10: Oh, world, I see. What
5: to do. I see. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, Just,
0: I would like to ask a question. Yes, sure. I would like to ask a question, Andrew. I I I want to know if we prepare pitches mm. to suit the strength of our teams. Right. Do we?
5: Mm. Um. can Ken, Ken Crafton, you heard the question. Okay. Okay. I would, okay. I would like to
10: know what is the strength of our team first of all. Mm. If <laughs> um, you tell me
6: the truth of our team. Mm. Mm. That's a good <laughs> question. Can, can <laughs> That's a
5: good question. Well, well, well Dr. Wichu will study it, and then he'll answer you. Um, um, well, okay, and well, in the well,
0: meantime... No, 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 uh, that, that was a general...
10: General,
5: okay. Uh, uh, yes, well, the fact okay, you general
10: clear, clear, you. Andrew, right. that we made very clear, Andrew, that we don't prepare pitches to suit anybody. I mean, I am trying my best to prepare a good cricket pitch. And um, that's about it. There, there's no bias
6: towards, towards
10: right. the team. It's mm-hmm. just a, a, a good cricket pitch.
5: All right. Now, just before you go, what are your expectations for the pitch coming up on Friday when the second test starts? Mm-hmm. Another quick pitch, uh, Ken Crafton? Yep. That's
10: mm-hmm. what I um, I'm quite satisfied with what we have put in so far. Right. Um, it, it wouldn't be so different to the to the one of the first tests. Mm-hmm. Um, we expect the, some... some and, and out,
5: out of it. So, so therefore then if they ask your question um, and the West Indies have won the toss you will tell them more first I would imagine, quite logically if logic is the science of reasoning
10: yeah, I would say that
5: every well, time what, what I want you to do just whisper that in Craig Buffett's ear please, don't shout just whisper it Craig, <laughs> if you win the toss I'm preparing a quick pitch I want you to bowl first can you do that for me Mr. Crafton
10: I will surely do that, Andrew. All right,
5: good. Wonderful. Enjoy the rest of your night there in a wonderful country, uh, Saint Lucia.
14: All right. Thank you, thank you. Forty
5: four one seven ninety. Haley Matthews, I know while you were making a hundred just before that, the West Indies uh losing. Were you surprised at the loss in, in that first test, Haley? Uh I always knew so tactical is gonna be a
13: challenging game. Obviously they haven't um the best results of late. However, when you look at it, uh, they have a lot of experience there. At the same time, I think no one expects the best to go out there and play more than anything. So it was a shock in that regard. Um, I don't want to be cliche and say, going back to the drawing board here, but I think they probably have to do a bit of reflection and look at what really, really was wrong in that first match and hopefully come out and be able to correct it in the second game because I think two losses in a row. Um, it's definitely
5: not something that they will want to starting off the best with. Mm-hmm. Now, fellow Wallace, uh, you, your club Spartan, having a big meeting. I understand you you're some challenges at Spartan. I was trying to sneak your president on. he says, Andrew, and you're, not, you're not going to get your mason and guests because they heard that Spartan are having a big meeting. They know what it's all about. We don't have any benefits in Captain you. I, I can assure you that, and, 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 and Tony Gray. His club in Santa Cruz, they already booked. So we're going to talk about Spartan later. But what I want to ask you, fellow Wallace, what changes would you make in relation to the second test, if any at all?
9: Well, I, do, I think that we have to make changes uh, mm-hmm. for the second test. match. I think our selectors need to, on the condition, you just heard that the head curator uh, speak about, uh, uh, about the pitch and what he's, what, what, the, what he's expecting his pitch to do. So our selectors need to listen and ask questions and don't walk around like they know everything. Mm. I, I would go for Powell and Bradford. I thought that uh, I thought that Powell looked good in that second innings, Andrew. He's a natural opener. I, I, I was one who was totally against Shea hope opening the batting. I thought Shea hope could have fitted into the middle. And then we played two spinners on a, on a, on a steamer-friendly a track. I don't understand how the selectors could be doing that. But mm-hmm. they, they, I hope that they're up for review shortly. And we get some new people who can obviously do the business for us a lot better. Are are you Uh, suggesting, Philo, that that you would fire
5: the selectors? Is that what you're saying, Philo?
9: Well, Andrew, the selectors are up for review. I would like to know then. And I hope that new people will be installed. Mm. If it goes as possible, Andrew... You know that Chris Silverwood is the only selector for England.
10: Mm,
9: mm. You know Chris Silverwood is the only selector for England, and he yes. he's accepted the
5: responsibility.
9: Right, right. There's so, you know, if there's anybody to be fired as Chris Silverwood. Mm. People got to take responsibility for their actions, Andrew. So you're saying so that people people the
5: best news is the, the, the next test you'll fire Roger Harper? Is that what you're saying, Philo?
9: So there's going to be a, going to going to be I believe there's going to be an analysis of the next. Right. And I believe that people will, will, will go up to be selected. I would like Tony the name to go forward to mm. be selected as well. Well, so he well has but, a lot of... A, a lot of good attributes. I thought hmm. that when he was chairman for the and got selected, we saw a developmental program, a developmental program. Uh, uh, but fellow you know, Tony Gray was fired, you know,
5: Tony Gray was fired. You know that. You fired, know, Tony because,
9: he was fired because of other reasons. So you wanted, he wanted to get fired again? He's a guy. He's a good guy.
1: I <laughs> thought he was doing well at chairman. I would like <laughs> him
9: to go for the <laughs> course <good> in the program.
5: <laughs> mm,
1: I, I see. I see. would
9: like that. And the senior team, I would go with Bradford and follow him. Right. Obviously, we, got, we don't know about Bonner and that concussion right? and, how he's, and how, what state of his he's in. Right. Mentally, we don't know if he's going to be there. I think that we could slot Kate Hope in at number three. Hope at three? Uh, Ross and Top top at three scored six days and battled at number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could, we could leave him there. My, my thing, Andrew, is this guy called Blackwood. Right. We gave him a title called Vice Captain. He said that he learned, Coley told him, to spend time at the crease had an interview, he said he, he bats like how he lives. Mm. And I don't see responsibility from this guy.
5: Mm. I know he's
9: played well in England and got some runs, but I don't see the responsibility as a from Blackwood coming as a vice captain. I saw Bram Bravo is in St. Lucio. I I we're having problems. So Philo, would you would you Darren drop
5: Bravo. the vice captain? Would you drop Blackwood? That's a, that's a yes. straightforward question. So you're, okay. So you're dropping Blackwood. I'm
9: getting to it, Andrew. I see, I, 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 I see Dan Bravo is there. Right. Oh, we can slot Dan Bravo into our middle.
10: Ahead of Blackwood. I
9: believe that, it, I believe that the selectors missed the trick by not keeping Shimar Brooks down there. Okay. Oh, he was our go-to man mm. the last couple of tours. Oh, okay. Or missed Bangladesh. Right. Okay. They said there will be no, 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 no hard feelings, mm. but something happened. But he, you know, we could have had a stronger middle order. Right the Shima Brooks. Right? I see you got Jabar Hamilton down there. You don't need Shamar Hamilton if you have she you
1: mm.
9: she hope have a little bit push to show. Right. So we, I, I would, I, I, I know people thought Blackwood is combative. Blackwood to me is not bringing that responsibility
5: mm. of that. I there's see. There's a lot of,
9: of hints on Blackwood and Yes, you know. Young Mears, Mears is young. Mm. And Mears is going to find his way, he's going to find his way to cricket Mm. He'll realize his mistakes earlier than normal because I think he has a good head on the
5: shoulders. What is Mears doing wrong, fellow, in his batting? batting. What is Mears doing wrong in your view? Not
6: getting behind the ball,
9: not
5: covering his off-stamp. And why is that, fellow? Why is is that that he's not not getting behind the ball? He's
9: not covering his off-stamp because the present day cricketers, Mark Rambo has said it, they like their leg side of the ball. They okay. think That their way is the right way. Okay. Their leg side of the ball, they hit the ball to the side. So when the ball comes back in at them, they're no man's land, and they get bowled at LBW a lot. Mm-hmm. If the young batsmen used to cover, used to go back and across and let the back foot cover the offside, if they cut the line of the ball, there will be a lot better players. They'll be in line with the ball. When you're batting, you have to be in line with the ball. We have the finna- here the atmosphere. Robert Samuel is working with the lady. She just came to hundred. I want to know what she's what she's done different, scoring mm-hmm. that hundred to before. And she started to score and then struggled. What is she doing different now mm-hmm. that has made her score hundred? Right, well, mm-hmm. Philo. The question Philo? Need to ask. Philo oh, can I, I ask you on? something? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Can I ask I, a not, question? Mm-hmm.
5: I'm
9: not playing. I, I'm not playing Cornwall.
5: You're not playing Cornwall. As
9: Joseph, I right. like to see. Uh, no, we can't play Cornwall and chase on a same track. Mm. No,
5: I agree uh, with that, fellow. As
9: Joseph, I think that he, coming out of England, he didn't he didn't do a lot of he didn't get a lot of wickets, but I think he has learned as as a cricketer here in England, and I think he should be given an opportunity against South Africa on that type of do the business for us on that pitch. she can support Roach mm-hmm. and Jason Holder, mm-hmm. and I would definitely like see Calumiers put a bit more. Mm, Mm. I, know he's a, I know he's a better bowler than yes, what I'm seeing yes, on yes. television
5: I've always, I've, I've always said he to him that, to he, that yeah, I, I agree with that I think it, I see him in Barbados so I think He and, yes, it needs to
9: get him to see yeah, him I, that, He's a strong man
5: yeah, and, and, and Richard profet Edwards makes the point All the time that he can bowl a lot better Just before you come in Tony we got several people trying to get in Um, Of course Ken Husband this Is this wonderful um we ready to ready to buy the headgear, Ken. This is called a fedora.
1: Let's call it Fedora.
5: It is known as a fedora. All right, wonderful. <laughs> right. right. Now c- can, can we, be, we take a couple of calls at just after seven thirty? Okay. okay, yes, let's take a call. Hello, welcome. Uh good
15: evening, um good. Mr. miss
5: Oh, how are you? Uh, I regard you.
15: I, 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 uh, <laughs> uh, you're welcome, uh, sir. Mm. And U.S. team panel, congratulations to Dr. Wilshire.
8: Mm, good uh, man, good team man.
15: Panel. Mm. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank it would be remiss of me if I didn't call and congratulate Desmond Hayes right. on his induction mm-hmm. to the Hall of Fame. Mm. But, you know, he would always have my reservation about how this word detachment came about when it is Hayes and Greenwich. You've got a Hayes and Greenwich stand, a mm. Hall and Griffith stand, a 3W stand, and then and, 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 and the Sirs. There's this detachment all along from the three Ws,
1: mm-hmm.
15: um, Griffith and Hall, Hall and Griffith, mm-hmm. and, and now with um, Grenadier and mm-hmm. I, I I I am particularly joyed for the the induction. Mm-hmm. I certainly would have my reservation about what is the problem with this story. I mean, nobody can't put a finger on this, and
1: mm-hmm.
15: it is it is it is abhorrent to to conclude that it's all good and glossy. Man, this is so profound and outrageous. Mm. The two score together, they're a the theme. You're going to haul and Griffo for hands and grenades. Right. And you can't get one and Sir, not the other. I don't want to hear what is the who in England. Get it right. Get right. it right. It's unacceptable.
1: Mm-hmm. And
15: then when you... Um, I must congratulate fellow. Mm-hmm. When he said um he's funny words, I am a person who can't find words easily. Mm-hmm. But when he when he spoke about horrendous, um uh, how they played horrendous. Yes, it is. Uh, it's descriptive in my estimation. Right. And when you look at yesterday's um Monday's paper the June the fourteenth and you look at page twenty one of me, is mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah. I Yeah. look at Russell chase up in the air. Yes um, only he's joined by Spider Man, taking an evasive action. You could do that with wright just all the same. There. No, my no, there are hookers and uh, pullers. Canada, Wonderful. You know, this is really on our side. Look at Mr. up in the air.
5: Oh, oh Mr. Chase in the air. What a picture. And, Philo wanted to that picture and send it to the and, nation. And,
15: and, and the, and the resources is, is right. lingering there. Right. That he says, my hand should be a consultant to, as I said, like, to Gary, right. like 20 years ago, we would have been in a lot better position. I and mean, then this thing about concluding here, you now about Grounds. Well, Grounds, the recent thing going up, and you got, you got the hands and the grenades and the hmm. uh, uh, Ron Callie and the, uh, the my veteran uh, right veterans and that they want hear about no grounds. Come let me go. Am
5: all right? Thank you for your contribution. I regard you. I, I regard I, you. I regard you
15: equally. All right.
5: Now we got calls, but but but, ladies and gentlemen, let's keep the calls tight. The question that we have: um, Would you make any changes to the site? I've got my pen. I've got my paper. We've got, of course, uh, Dr. Ford uh, in the study. Um, I think he's going to make about twenty-five changes. Fellow Wallace wants to drop everyone, including Roger Harper. And uh, we won't ask Sally Matthews that. He'll be very inclined. And Red Plastic Bag, of course, he's going to drop up 10 people too. <laughs> and Claire McRingall and the mighty Gabby. And, of course, um, um, we've got Tony Gray, who's not going to drop anyone because he's always on the fence. So, we're going to open the lines, no, continue. <laughs> Let's take another call. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. To me, sir. Good night to you. Any changes yes, to the sir. side? And good night
12: to your panel. Yes. So I will sit on his birthday. Yes,
5: sixtieth, please. Sixty. Yeah.
12: He doesn't know it's sixty thank you, though. Thank you very much. Yeah, yes, uh, Mr. Mason. Yes. I, the, I said to myself, yes. Mr. Primo Wallace, probably in England and Barbie, he read my mind. He did. I said to myself, Right. See Blackwood? Yes. He's a passenger on that team.
5: Mm, he's a passenger. He that's a prison kind. That's a prison kind.
10: Blackwood a better player than him.
5: So so call it then, so you're gonna drop Blackwood and, and bring in Bravo. Any other changes to Recycling, the side? Is that Recycling. the only change?
12: Precisely, yes. Okay. And, and I will. you like to say, Gabriel's yeah, we'll got to come back in.
5: Right, okay. Yeah, who who, we'll who has so, to go?
1: So, so, so you,
5: okay, so, so you're going to bring um, Gabriel and drop Cornwall. Is that what you're going to do? Precisely. All right, thanks for your contribution. Let's keep the calls rolling. How many times um, time you left? 7.42 on the show? Ken Husleman tells me you're gonna give me an extra ten minutes. Hello, welcome, listen and yes.
14: Good evening. Good
5: evening to you. How are you, my friend?
14: I am happy to know that the fire brigade did not have to turn up on the twenty sixth. Mm.
5: Mm. Hmm.
14: Did you get any mangoes? I got you?
5: some mangoes. I still have lots of mangoes. And what I can else offer... did I... you
14: get for your birthday. Um well I tried to dodge. You mm. Germanian men are really selfish. You didn't send me
5: any sure mangoes,
14: a, even a greeting.
5: Well, I've got some my... Julie mangoes home. They're dropping. The birds are eating. The problem is I have monkeys but, but, and I've got but, birds and I've got Dr. The, Ford who's always asking me for mangoes. You
14: never mind the mangoes. Yes. I'm saying that you never sent me <laughs> even a greeting um, on my birthday. I,
5: I, I want to apologize it was to you, two days please.
14: After yours, Mm. Two days after yours. The
5: problem is I, I lost my phone. I don't have your number anymore. Can you give me you the don't number? Have
14: to not mine. Not, you, you don't have to have my number. You don't have yours either. Oh, you don't? I, I okay. <laughs> yeah, so but I reach you. Okay.
5: Talk to me over the team.
14: But you, you, German, men are really selfish. Is, anyhow. That's not true. I know enough about that.
5: Pastor okay. Bag's birthday today. Do, do you I want have, to say hello to Dr. Dr. Wiltshire, Stetson Wilcher, I 60
14: um, today. Listen, tell Dr. Wiltshire that I am very angry about about him. Why? He he asked for one day and now he is taking both both days because the 28th of April Mm. is used as the same as the 21st of of January. Right. And I object to that Mm. because 10 national heroes, and there's no reason mm. why one man mm. should get both days, mm. especially when the 28th of April is the birthday of Sir Grantley. Mm. We cannot do that. Ooh. It is unfair. If he wanted the day, Mr. Barrow got a whole day, mm. and there's no reason why. <laughs> there is this no classical. This is classical. Why this is classical. <laughs> The, There's doc- no reason why you should have the second day. Mm, doctor Wilson. other nine. <laughs>
5: <laughs> doctor Richard, your response. <laughs> he
14: he, on he that is a fair man. He, yes. He is a man is of a, bias. There was. There was. He is not a biased
5: a, man. A for... Hold on, hold on, caller. Let, let Doctor Richard respond. Yes. Yes, yes, Doctor.
0: No, my, my my thing is that you know we we need not to confuse. Um, our young people with regards to our history mm. and uh, and our heroes mm-hmm. and the mere fact that there was uh, a day allotted to Mr. Barrow mm-hmm. before um, there was a heroes day I believe that it would have been uh, you know a little difficult to, to change the day um, because there was going to be a heroes day mm-hmm. and that was the, the um, the reasoning behind my mm.
14: no,
0: um, but you know you didn't want I didn't I didn't think that we should confuse the minds of our children with regards to who our heroes really are and um at the time we had embraced Mr. Barrow as as um as a hero and gave him a day okay, so and he got to a change year, it Bill to Bill me Bill it would Bill be Bill like Bill. saying that he is no longer a hero mm. no
14: no he deserves to be to get his day, but he should not have this hero's day for himself, Ooh. as was seen on CBC. Mm. The whole of CBC was a repetition of the twenty-first of January,
8: mm.
14: and I, oh, 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 oh. I see what you're talking about.
0: I I, 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 I don't I'm not part of that. I see what you're talking about.
14: I, <laughs> okay. object, I object to that.
5: All right, because okay. the
14: twenty-eighth of April. Well, that, that, that is not my. But, but 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 you have to stand up for fault.
5: that too. That's, so so, so called do you think did, 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 <laughs> you, afraid of, afraid So Call do you think he should sing about that again? Do you think he should make another song?
14: Uh he he must he must ask for fair play.
5: Mm, okay, fair play.
14: All right, thank <laughs> you. Miss, Mr. Barra has a whole different
5: I'm here uh, you loud and clear. All right, but thanks for Anyhow listen.
14: And what about the team? Any changes? Let me have um Sir Clive say hello
5: yes well we've been trying to reach the all night but we, we're not finding the clive
14: that if he hears my voice he will he will he will emerge
5: so just say hello sir clive yes
14: tell him adele
5: says hello adele what a wonderful name you got
14: there yes
5: mm. a bell adele oh okay wonderful <laughs> thanks for your contribution
14: <laughs> okay
5: all right we're, we're gonna take another call um we're gonna come to haley <laughs> and ask her um if um that sentry that she made Maybe um, that will make it, in the Westies will win. But we have got so many calls lined up, 441790. This is getting hot. Hello, welcome, Mr. Donget.
14: Hello, good night. To good night to you. How are you? I'm um, okay, thanks. Good. Good night to you and, and the members of the panel. Yes. Um, I'd just like to make one comment. Sure. You know, and and it's going to be a quote from Doctor, from Reverend Jeffrey Gibson. Sure. You know, on when he he spoke at Sir Everton Reese's funeral,
1: right.
14: he said that batting is not only about fours and sixes, mm-hmm. but well-taken ones, twos, and threes. I find that the West Indies seem to be unable to find ones, twos, and threes, and we, we are facing a lot of balls, and we're, we are not getting the run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's just my comment for tonight. Simon. All
5: right. So thank you very much indeed. Uh for, okay. for, for for coming in and talking to us. Do we have another call? Can we take another yeah. one? Several calls. We're gonna to get to Haley in a minute. Hello, welcome, Mason <laughs> and Get. Hi, good afternoon. Andrew. Hey, Striker oh, Sennedry.
12: How are you? Are
5: you a candidate? I understand you're running in St. Philip North. Red Classic uh, Night will support you.
12: All right, Anzo, let me leave the politics. Okay. okay. Mm. Right. No, I don't follow with the program much now. Because we the big, fish and the big cats and mm. whatever. Mm. And I'm just the humble striker, standing mm. tree You're I grunt, really you're me grunt. You know, but,
5: but, up in St. Francis. A turkey rock with you, your grunt. But
12: you put me out tonight, Mr. Mm. Andrew. Yes. Now, I have been in some discussions mm. about the West Indies team, right? Mm. Now, a few series ago, Craig mm. Baffett was removed as captain, mm. as, as vice captain, mm-hmm. and replaced by Ross to Chase. Yes. And then just because that neither the captain of the vice captain was going on tour, mm. he was rewarded. As a matter of fact, you know why he was removed as captain? Let me start from there.
5: No, I don't. Do you, do you know?
12: So, I don't know either, but okay. I don't think he was removed for performing um, outstandingly. Right. So I believe he was removed for performing poorly. Right. Then he was rewarded with the captaincy
5: mm.
12: and winning at nineteen Jack mm. is understandable, right? But when you come to one, two, three, you see the difference, and that is why I was arguing. It's all right to be up in arms over a 910 Jack thing, but wait till you meet one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Andrew, mm-hmm. this team looks poor,
5: it, look, it looks poor. Only yesterday,
12: mm. I hear somebody mention the in the paper, and I was wondering if chase is a helicopter. Yes, yes, you know, I saw that. You know, people going got to learn to stand up and bat. Yes. Like, you always, <laughs>
14: always complaining about batting first. always complain about him first. Normally,
12: a batting captain does like to bat. Mm. So that's, that can happen. Mm. But the bat first, so far, you bat second, mm. so I have been in some discussions Right,
1: some
14: right.
5: <laughs> We're not hearing you very well, though. Um, something's gone wrong with your phone.
8: Hello.
5: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. I think we lost him. Uh, yeah, I think we would have lost it, it yeah. All right. Okay. So let's 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 go to, to England now and talk to Sir Clive. Sir Clive, I, I don't know if it's our problem or or your problem, but we we've been trying to get you. And it's good to have you on the line. Uh, how are you to see? Well, how are you tonight, Sir Clive? How are you?
16: Well, it's 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 morning, actually.
5: Oh, it's morning um, now.
16: I've been I've been listening to the program <laughs> since ten o'clock.
5: Okay, you have been right. All right. So you are heard every mm-hmm.
16: Mr. Ram Pakash and the others.
5: Yes. Okay. Your your, your reaction to the West Indies loss, Sir live
16: Well, I, I just thought probably we didn't do our a, a homework really. Mm-hmm. Um. If you if you look at this, the, our team. We normally play four fast bowlers anyway.
12: We've
1: right. been
16: playing those four fast bowlers for the last four years or more. You come to the fastest, as you say, in the West Indies and you and you you have a bowl of fast bowler short. We don't have uh the uh I don't think the guy opens the opener. We need to have two proper openers. Right? And the point is is that when the guy Powell back in okay. the second. He looked good for a while. You know, he looked like he was getting behind and so on. Mm-hmm. And handled things until he got, he got the ball, the ball and with got him it. out. Um, I don't think we should. We have three spinners. Why are we not playing three spinners? You mm-hmm. had a new fast bowler. Mm-hmm. He needed help. He needed somebody like Alzari who can pass. You know, so. You 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 bolstered in both areas. Mm-hmm. You have the extra bowler, and we need it then because I'm sure that little a mm-hmm. bowler, poor and that because even the second day mm-hmm. would have would have given the um, some problems.
12: Right, right. Mm-hmm.
16: The other problem, I the other thing I want to ask, mm-hmm. when we okay. have two test matches, why don't we play on a surface like Barbados? Right. Is well when well prepared, you know. It, it plays very true. Only that, if you look at it, we we have won 99% of our test matches in Barbados. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
16: play on the grounds that we are successful at. hmm 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 well, if that... we do, if we don't do that,
1: mm-hmm.
16: you know, we we can play we can play one-day games in those in those places where mm-hmm. they don't play a lot of test
1: cricket. Mm-hmm.
16: Mm-hmm. So let's let's play in the places where mm-hmm. we we are successful.
5: A, a very good point you're making, Sir Clive. We're gonna come back, to you shortly stay with us? Haley, do you think we can rebound and, and, and win the 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 second test match that starts on Friday? What do you think?
13: Uh, yeah, I think so. Obviously I'll be back here coming outside us, so a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it showed that
3: back
13: in the really first game. Um, so yeah, it was really came case of that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you guys were saying, um, Powell came in and looked really good at top of the order. And I think, case yes, letting the order wouldn't do too much harm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's just trying to get together those little bit of points. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. maybe playing an extra case there yes. in the game. Um, mm-hmm. as we saw the
2: game
13: mm-hmm. um, match and 18 as well. Uh, so I guess it's just about getting it right from the very top. With um, mm-hmm. you feel like just picking the right score and then whatever score is
5: picked at your team, you have to go and play themselves to the back, mm-hmm. you know, to them to the back in order to get one for the boys first as well. Okay. Tony, what's the construct of your side, Tony, for the second test match? You're going to drop anyone, Tony? yes um uh, obviously paul will come in um he was going to open the innings um i agree with fellow wallace that, that she she should go down the order a bit
1: um
5: what number what number has to bat, what, what number would you have in, in place of what number would you back i would look him at three okay. or four. three or four. four three or four right yeah mm. uh darren bravo has to come in but as i said before darren barrow is not as adept but he has the experience mm. and i agree with phil Wallace in saying that um, blackwood has not shown the responsibility mm-hmm. um cornwall has to be dropped mm. my opinion cornwall when you look at it the, the pitch had bounce and spinners worked, thin um pin and and turn and bounce mm-hmm. and he wasn't getting bounce because he's bowling from a lower trajectory Mm-hmm. So, I'll bring in Alvary Joseph. I'm not sure about the fitness level of Shannon Gabriel. Right. And I can't take a chance with him no. if he's not 100% fit. Mm-hmm. So, so I just want to make it clear. So, you're saying Powell will come in open at the top. You're dropping Blackwood and you're bringing in yeah. Bravo into the side. And you're dropping Cornwall
12: Bravo. to be replaced yeah.
5: by... Cornwall replaced by who? Alvary Joseph. Joseph. Okay. So you're Joseph. So, you're not going to take the chance with Shannon Gabriel. No, nah, not going to take a chance with him because of the fact that he was injured right. and he needs some time to get into proper rhythm. And you, don't want, and, you don't, and you don't want I don't. I don't want to send him off the field. All right, After Clive, what, what, what changes would you make?
16: Well, the point is that I was quite happy with it. If you want to, if you grooming, mm. um it's a smash side. You've got to have two openers. right you can't have no you can't have a makeshift no you have to open Mm -hmm. then if you have a player like bravo who's averaging who's averaging is better than most of these guys Mm -hmm. right he's he's 33 or more
8: right
16: and if you can't play bravo in this side then bravo should not be in the 14 or 15 he's -hmm. your most experienced player Mm -hmm. You have to have your best players playing against these these, um, these fast bowlers,
1: mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. you
16: can't you can't just have you know mm-hmm. hoping hoping you know, if Bravo cannot play in this side mm-hmm. then go with a young
5: so so, Clyde, do you I think I would
16: bring in al, al- Al-Zari Joseph okay for Cornwall okay
5: okay you're
16: now covered with you now covered with, with spin right you L-Js. have enough basket and you have enough bowlers,
1: right Okay. And the
16: point is, and dollars, if we win the toss, you right. can lose the toss, too. So if they put you into bat, you've got to go and bat. Yes. Yes. Yes.
12: yes, 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 so you're right.
16: You've got to go and face the
5: music. <laughs> you've got to face this the music. Is yes. This is, mm. so, Clive, examination. so Clive, can I ask you a question? I'm going to ask you a blunt question. Do you think our, our modern-day batsmen are afraid of fast-bowling?
16: Well, the way they approach it, they don't look like they're getting behind.
5: Mm.
10: And if you're
16: not getting behind, they, these guys will know that they're in the ascendancy mm. and they're going to try and they're going to bowl short balls at you, mm-hmm. as they did, and they'll soften you up. Right. Cricket, as I said, T20 is an exhibition. Mm-hmm.
1: That
16: cricket is, um no. T20 is an exhibition. Right. Test cricket is an examination. Mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. examining all parts of your game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is why the highest type of cricket that you can play. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be brave, and that is what my captain, at Lancaster said. Clive, I'm not only looking for guys with ability. I'm looking for someone who's brave.
5: Oh, brave! So Clive, in your you day, in your day, who would have been some of the good hookers and pullers and? And, and that's when that really, really were very good to fa- to, to good fast bowling in your day when you played.
16: We, we were brought up like that as, as, as youngsters. Right. We always we always took on the 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 fastball.
5: Mm.
10: Sometimes
16: you, you you miss and you get hit or you, you you get caught in the boundary. Right. But the point is after a while you're not you're not afraid and you're gonna you know, if they're offline, they thought that a short mm. ball was a was the bad balls? Mm. Roy Frederick.
5: Frederick's brilliant. <laughs> you
16: know, you you have Desmond Haynes, Gordon
5: Britus, Gordon Viv, British. British. Viv Richards, yes. You know. Hmm. Kelly was a pretty they good bowler to, too.
16: They, they all took on the fast bowlers. Yes, well. they uh, were not afraid.
5: Mm. What about the big cat? Was he a good player there, the short bowling as well? A fellow called Sir Clive.
16: Well, I think I got some runs against some of the fastest bowlers <laughs> And uh, don't forget that. Eh, Yes. I, I do not have 20,
12: 20 vision. No. I won't go <laughs> I <laughs> know, I
5: know. Yes. Good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So we just got a couple, well, a minute or two left in the show now. And we're going go to go to, to Red Plastic Mag, who is, of course, um, a very, very special guest this evening. Um, Red Plastic Mag, um, just before um, we, we say good evening to you, um, cricket commentary. Um, what would have influenced you to have written such a song, um, RPB? Is he still with us? Is he there still? No, I think he. I think he left us. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm
3: still right. here. I'm still here. here. Were you having a couple like that, that, t- um t- that song? That yeah, song.
5: Um... Were you having a couple like Sakai? Were you having a couple like Clyde? because he tends to have it around twelve o'clock in the evening?
0: Yes. 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 That's I was. I was. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, that song was um was a, a political um commentary. Right. And um, I just use you, you know cricket as um. An analogy, really, and um, you know that was a long time when our cricket was was, was pretty strong, and, and we we held cricket near and and dear to our heart. Mm-hmm. And um, you know cricket was part of who, you know mm-hmm. who we are. Mm-hmm. We lived cricket, mm-hmm. and and that song was born out of that kind of thing. I, I'm worried about about the. The, the fact that the, we, we don't live and breathe cricket the way we right. used to. Mm-hmm. Um, the people of the Caribbean no longer feel as if cricket is part of us. Mm-hmm. It is only the real diehard cricket lovers and, and we need to get back to the point where the entire Caribbean sees um, you know, connected to, to, to the game at mm-hmm. all levels, even at club level. This mm-hmm. is why I'm telling you, I mean, it it, where, where can I watch cricket? In a, in, a, in a Caribbean country on TV, unless cricket is playing in the Caribbean you know, or, or somewhere. We need just to get serious if we want to get our, our mm-hmm. minds mm-hmm. onto the game and be serious about the game. We, mm-hmm. we don't do enough to promote cricket in the Caribbean.
5: Oh, that's a very interesting comment. Just before you go, um, Dr. Wiltshire, um, your, your favorite cricketer of all time?
0: <laughs> um mm. That, that, that's, that's a really good question. I grew up in a time. I my one of my very first Test matches that I watched. I saw Lawrence Rowe, yes. who I, I always call a Christmas tree in the back. like that one 302 at Kensington Oval. Yes. And um, and he stuck in my mind. But um, I never really embraced a real cricket cricket. I was I am a big fan of West Indies cricket. Right. I came up in a time when we had a West Indies cricket team that was filled with, with, with stars and that's the next thing I want to speak about as well sure. we, we, we don't mix stars of our sportsmen and women mm. we, 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 we tend to just they, they do well and we don't promote them to the point where they become real icons in the eyes of people who want to, who, who <laughs> want to play the game mm-hmm. um, these are things that we need to be serious about mm. I mean we have had some of the greatest cricketers the world has ever seen in the Caribbean mm-hmm. but we don't promote them that way we don't mix superstars of them mm. You know, and th- 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 at the time when I made that song, I was looking at a whole lot of stars of the Indies cricket. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we need to get back to the point where we start promoting who we are, promoting the legacy of West Indies cricket um, so that, that, that our young children can read and know about mm-hmm. Clyde Lloyd and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and those heroes of our cricket. Mm-hmm. And that is how they're going to embrace the, the, the importance of defending that legacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And these things are important. I'm not sure that we're there right now. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, we have just got another couple of seconds left in the show. fellow. I know you can't do anything in 10 seconds, but you can do it in 11. Um, we've got certainly <laughs> the second test match coming up. I've been out as usual. Um, tell me, do you think we can rebound and win the second test and draw the series, Philo Wallace? Talk to me. Well, I do after that
9: beaten mm. first test match. It's going it's to call for a uh, total. Oh, 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 oh effort and right. total team with capital peace mm. to really beat South Africa in that second test match. Mm. Uh, when you look at it, we didn't pick a lot of boxes. Right, like, I got a half century. That's the worst thing. Mm.
1: And
9: it's going to take a, a, a Herculean effort for what, us to, to, to really be. What,
5: what about Jaden We're Seals? About I mean, was he a positive? Series. Was Jaden Seals a
9: positive? I I I, 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 oh, he okay? him. I I'm happy that he, that he, that he was given the opportunity. I'm not a big fan of Lee from him. Mm. Uh, uh cricketers but obviously he's, he's been given the opportunity and to pick mm. up three wickets right in the first innings but he made for some runs in the back and he, he fall on to the end of uh quitting mm. the court's back and i mm. think that he would he would get better mm. but I, I agree with sir clive that we need to hunt him pairs right and uh, there should be uh, Azari, joseph N- I and mean, i know shimar holder is hurt and mm. we need to get him back on the park as well this mm. bion harding down there keep these guys in right keep these guys there mm. if you want them mm. like, for us to beat south africa andrew we have to play six solid games all right. They're going to come mm-hmm.
1: They're
9: going to run at us. I've been there and mm-hmm. they're not going to ease up. They're
5: not. Right. Well, the music in the background tells us that it's time for us to go. to Clive, in 15 yep. seconds, the Cindy's versus uh, uh, a very, very strong South Africa side. Do you think we can pick it up and win?
16: Well, the point is, if we get the right team and we get the spirit that is needed, that's that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Fight! Fight. You have to go out there and put the, you know, your life on the line. That's what it's all about. We are playing at home. Mm-hmm. We should be to be up there. And as I said, I, I like the word yeah. to. The people will come at us hard, but
5: mm-hmm. just Right, and the last word with you, um, Haley Matthews, you got, you got 30 seconds. Tell us, what do you think?
13: Uh, I think, like Phil so we'll said, it's going to be a very, very hard task, mm-hmm. especially after this first game, to be honest. But I mean, as a game, of cricket, anything can happen. Um, I think, like you said, it's going to be a complete team effort. you really going to have to go down first hard, same as the bowlers. I and mean, then I guess we'll see how it goes and hopefully.
5: Indeed. Well, thank you very much indeed, Red Plastic Bag. It was an absolute pleasure having you on our show this evening, a Bayfield man like myself, and I really want to um, say how much we appreciate you in Bayfield, of course, and of course, you're a man of character from Mason Town in Bayfield, where you were born to Mason Hall Street in the nation's capital, and we all know that men of wealth are envy, men of poor affairs. Men of genius are admired, but like red plastic bags, only men of character are trusted. We knight you as a real Caribbean ideal. I want to thank you for coming to the show, and it's only a profit that we end with a wonderful song.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, sir.
14: But Brie and King are two gutsy players, and the reason why our bowlers fail, some of them only likes to bowl at the tail. they say Billy is the best
0: bowler to bring, she both bottles straight and she balls don't swing, where's the great fast bowler? Hang up boots, you see. He said that Sandy set bad, bad feel for he. Simmons was replayed long before he quit. Stanley introduced a new bowler of Paul H3. Double throw got winners like these. No... Yes,
1: there we have it. End of Mason and Guest. Wonderful show. We want you to listen what we have to offer because we have something special for you. Listen. You are listening to The Cricket Show. Join us each Saturday morning from 9 until 12 noon to hear the Saturday morning entertainment episode. And on Sundays from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to be a part of The Cricket Show. To join the show, call 1515. 605-9850, The number again is one five one five six oh five nine eight five zero. Enjoy the remainder of the show. Yes, and with that said, I say good night and thanks for those who listened and those who will come and retrieve the episode in in our show. Sure.